And we're back. This Salt of the is, Street podcast. This is episode six, right? March 24th, Saturday, 1246. So we're back yeah, again. We are back. Once, once again, we are together. Absolutely. To discuss the world at large. To discuss the world at large. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First thing first, Colin, yeah. what did you do last week? Last week, I worked a lot. You worked a lot. Yeah, it was nice. Also, your shirt the is beautiful. Getting in there. Oh, and I'm wearing... Yeah, I got my new shirt. Why be informed from, if you can use your feelings as facts? Shout out to Philly D. Philip DeFranco. And yeah. shout out to my old lady. Um, yes. Who should be coming at some point throughout she the podcast this time. She will be here in the middle of the show. And, uh, but yeah, she uh, surprised me with it. It's pretty amazing. And it feels good to like support a, another creator. Right? Yes. Like it does. I am not um, a patron of anybody, um, but I should download Patreon and then do that. Oh, for um, sure. But I also, <clears throat> excuse me, I have like a couple of friends that I went to high school with that make some music. And oh, so, yeah. So I'm going to start listening to, not that I haven't before, but I'm going to start listening to it regularly. Yeah. And if I want my community to support me, I got to support my community. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, and I mean, so when I say like I haven't been up to anything this week. I want to like clarify that <laughs> because I like when I think about that, I'm like, oh, well, did you go hiking? Did you go do something fun or whatever like that? But I mean, as most of you listening will probably know, we had our the website launch this last week. Yes, and it was I don't know why, but I was incredibly stressed out about the whole thing all feel, week, and I was. Do you feel was, better about it now? I do. More oh, I'm, I'm so yeah, so happy with it. Yeah, and but uh, there's been like an incredible, incredible outpouring of support that like I didn't even ask for. Family and friends. Yeah, yeah, like pretty deep, and it was it was it's been pretty amazing. Yes, thank you, you know? to everybody. Yeah. Oh, I mean, first of so all, so many. If we're talking about support, my mother. Yeah, my I mother. Saw you tweeted this. The sweet little lady. I did. I tweeted. She became our first like fiscal, you know, monetary supporter. Yeah, hooked her, hooked her boy up with a subscription to the New York Times, which is greatly appreciated. Those fucking six articles was yeah, that was tough business. Yeah, it's tough, man. I just got that the other day with the uh, the I think it was yeah New York Times. It's like, but to stay informed. You know, you got to get it. The Wall Street Journal wouldn't even give me one. Like, if you want to read yeah. any articles from the Wall Street Journal, yep. you're fucking paying dollars. That's true. But they yeah, got all those podcasts for free. They make a shitload of podcasts. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a way to get into that access. I have a lot of And then of with the New York here. Times, there's the, the Daily Podcast. Yes. Which I'm sure there was an episode on Friday that we, we definitely need to talk yes. about. Yes. Um, but that I think that pertains to stuff we'll get into later on too and if you haven't listened to that episode then you should because today is the it's the whatever i said the 24th so yeah. it's from friday march 23rd and that episode should certainly be listened to and it will be easier to understand yeah if you what, if we're, you know talking what we're talking about. about um but but i mean yeah i mean that's that's the daily you know Balls and strikes sometimes. Right. It's you know, it it's really depends. good, you know. Yeah. And I like I told Jordan, I was like, it's not like, it's like they're not super crazy left leaning, you know. No. Like like with the podcast, I yeah. was like because it, they're not like preaching anything, you know. It's like it was like because they didn't 
Like my my upsetness about it was totally about the things that I perceived from it and like the things that I felt were insinuated. You know, it's like so I don't have any way to like say that this is what they were doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Because we talked about it for a long time and ended yeah. up on the the idea that it just depends on who you are, how you took it, you know? Yeah, I think that's really it. Yeah, it was interesting, and I think everybody should listen to it because, yeah, I just, yeah, it, it was so bothersome. I yeah. like, I literally, I, I probably got like five minutes in, and I, I was sitting there, or I was standing cooking breakfast, just like I do every day, and yeah. I'm listening to the daily, and it's just, I hear that, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I went over, and I'm, yeah. I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm, and I shut it off. Oh, you didn't finish it? I did. Oh, but just like, not yeah, bad. I let it go for like ten minutes, and I was like, God, I just got to turn it on anyways. It's yeah, fine. I'll I'll deal with it. Plus, I got to know. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. So it was about, um, pretty much right. It was about a thirty-year study that yeah. had been done. I don't remember by who, um, that determined that. I mean, even if you take into account, you know, all of these different factors that they went over um like your location and like how much money you have and your yeah. class and education i may have just said that um but oh i said location education yeah. freaked me out um it had a lot but, to do with class versus like racism yes kind of right um yes if that's a but then it broke broad, down that this study yeah. found that young males who are black have just a higher likelihood of of receding in like the quote-unquote class system yeah than white males do yeah. and i certainly can't disagree with what they said you know if that's like the study that's been done like until another one comes out that like disproves that you know yeah. like if that's if those are the numbers you know um then i am certainly not in a, any position to dispute that yeah but i didn't appreciate what i felt like was an implication of like white guilt almost yeah. you know and i guess the thing that i had a problem with and this is why my wife and i arrived at the solution or the conclusion that it was about personal interpretation right it's because the way that i perceived it it's like it's it's like that it's my fault that that that's happening you know and that and that having this information i should take a shittier job yeah that's to, the that's the angle that you were interpreting right it as. and that's and i want to be very clear about that because that is not by any means what they said what yeah. anybody said on there that was definitely the way that i took what they said you know but I didn't – because I don't feel like – and we talked about this too, right? Because because I'm a, a dominantly white male, nobody yeah. cares what I think about this, right? Yeah. But I don't think <laughs> – and I may be wrong because of that, because I'm a white male. I don't think that I am part of the problem here. You know what I'm saying? And I don't appreciate the, the implication that I am. No. Like, because I don't think, like, what am I doing or what have I done, right? That, yeah, why do you that advantages me over on? anybody else simply on, like, the base of color or class, you know? Like, yeah. I don't. And again, that is definitely the way that I took it. 
right? And that's why I feel like you, if you should go and listen to it, right? Not you, Colin, but the people yeah. who are listening to this. I think that you should go and listen to it because I don't want to misconstrue what they said, right? Yeah. Because they, I don't feel like that's what they, that's the message they were giving, right? That's the way that I received it. And yeah. I, it's, I think there was a lot of, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, and I, I almost think that was, I got the feeling that it was done purposefully because, I mean, it was so vague the way they, they talked about this. Because I think it was Shapiro did a breakdown of the study. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I'm going to have to go back and, and listen to the, the stats on that. Yeah, I don't think that I listened to that episode of Shapiro. Oh, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll find it again next week and we should talk about that because that's, that's really... There, he... He broke it down like uh, the narrative that's being run right now is is much more like yeah white guilt leaning right. But and this kind of and that that's what makes me think that like the two are related. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that it was made so vague like that, so people like us, you know, would kind of make whatever message we want out of it. Right. But and that is that's what Jordan yeah. said was that. Maybe, like, because it still made me look at my life, right? And maybe it didn't make me think, like, um, like that I was doing something wrong, you know? But maybe people who are, or maybe people who are, like, a little bit racist, you know, will look at their lives and be like, shit, maybe I am a little bit racist. Could be. You know? And I I could see the value in that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but they also... And then I wanted to have this conversation with you, not because my wife is not capable of having this conversation, because she did super well. Like, we had a really good conversation about this, but just because it's, like, a little bit more objective, right? Yeah. And I think, to me, it broke down more, like, terminology, because one of the things that they started to say was that there, and it has been said for, like, a long time, you know, is just, like, a, that the system is, like, racist, you know? And, Systematic racism? And I guess... Like, and I am this, everything I'm saying is not to say that black people are not at a disadvantage, like, predominantly in this country, right? Because I would not, I I don't think that, right? I definitely think that there are a lot of things that are set up currently to disadvantage black people. But I also don't, I think that it's more the people that are in the system, right? The people like that are running it than the actual system itself. I could. And so that's where, like, that's why I'm saying, like, I think it's for me personally, it's more about like the terminology of it, you know, because I think about it. I'm like, well, if I was, if you pick somebody who's a racist, right? Yeah. That is in some type of position of power in a corporation or something in some type of prison or some shit, right? It's something like that. And you place me in that position. It's going to be done differently. Right. And if that... I mean, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's maybe that's I don't know, but you know, I, and if if that if it's the system, then it would, things would turn out the same, right? But I don't think that it would because I think if you take those people out and you put the if you took those people out and put the people in who are sitting here identifying those problems, right? Like at then the things, leadership level, yeah, okay. then things would be different, right? Like the the system wouldn't be run the same. So yeah, I could see that. Like the bureaucracy that is built around that. Um, just I don't know the general uh, welfare state, you know the bureaucracy yeah. that's built around that is 
I, I guarantee you just because it's a bureaucracy is incredibly inefficient and the money they get, you know, funded by the federal government, you know, probably is a fraction of what actually makes it down to us. Well, you and, know, and my, my guess, my wife said to me, should, well, if you have a system, right? Like some type of company or whatever, and the people who are in it are racist. She was mm-hmm. like, I mean, that, that would mean that like that, that system is racist, you know, like, because like just simply because of the of the way that it exists like those people are going to carry out the way that they feel about it yeah and so that's going to make that system racist right and i said why that that makes sense right like that's a that's a valid argument like and so maybe that and so because if it's all run by people that are like-minded and so that's where i think i can see that the argument can begin to be made you know that if there are a bunch of people in like the system, quote unquote, you know, that is spoken about in general, that, um, yeah, that I mean, are racist, then the system would be racist. Like yeah. so. Yeah, that's true. It I was, mean, you know, mean, it, was it, a, it could go on so many different levels, but it's yeah. that's always a that's always a possibility, because you know, of course, you know, any anything's possible. Yeah, but I don't think it's like too too high up there. Right. But I mean, I could see that. Yeah, being a possibility, but. The, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Did you no, have, no, oh. that's fine. The I thing they're basically like, uh, that's. I mean, I still think it it trickles a lot down to like the just the sheer nature of bureaucracy, mm-hmm. how it can just basically grind to a halt. I mean, even when you look at something like the DOL, it's just to this day, my whole life, it's been just the worst place on earth. Yeah, and it still is. I mean, it's just bureaucracy in general, and that. You know, I think a lot of it has to do with that, but who knows? I can, I can see both ways, I guess. Get out of here. The thing that I did take away from it, mm-hmm. um, sorry, I was talking to my dog. Um, the thing that I did take away from it, right, is they were talking about that one community outside of DC, right? Yeah. Um, and the difference maker there where this, this broad generality was not true, right? That, that young black males were at a disadvantage. The one place that it wasn't true was this community outside of DC. Yeah. Right. And that, um, Penny, get out of here. And the difference maker there was that there were more fathers there. Right. Yes. And that wasn't to say that there were more figures. Yeah. And that wasn't to say that there were more marriages, but there was just more, kids with fathers there that could share their fathers with other kids. Yeah. Right. And I thought that that was really interesting because the thing that I took away from it is if, if there's anything that I feel like I personally could learn from it, it's that when I have, if I have a son, right. And he has a young black male friend that doesn't have a father figure in his life. I will extend myself out towards that kid to make sure that he is to do my best to make sure he's not at that disadvantage because this is information that, will stick with me probably for a long time. Yeah. You know, um, so I did certainly appreciate that, you know. Oh, for sure. That yeah. It wasn't all loss, you know, is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, it, I wasn't irritated the whole time at the end. I was like, well, that is good to know. You know, I, I grew up, like, my parents got divorced when I was really young. So I grew up without a father figure. So there's all kinds of stuff that I don't know now yeah. that I'm teaching myself, you know. Anything about cars, when something breaks my car, that's when I'm yeah, learning thank that. Thank God for you too. You know, <laughs> that's, that's the one I'm learning that. Yeah. And it's like that very commonly in my oh, life. Sure. So 
I, I can see that. You know. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, I mean, I don't know, the little things that you pick up from a father figure, you know, things that a lot of people take for granted, you know, something as simple as like chopping wood, even, right. you know, um, but yeah, fixing cars, you know, the normal, I don't want to say gender conformist, but, um, you know, the, 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 the traditional gender roles, you know, I really didn't bring a lighter over here. We don't have a lighter. Oh, that's that's fine. But yeah, I don't know. Trash. It's uh, yeah, I can't remember. I go back. We should look at that study. I think, if I remember correctly, on that Shapiro show, he was saying it was only like two hundred some pages. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I think I might be able to like bury through that in a week. A to small think about book. It. Yeah, a small book, two hundred pages. Yeah. You know, and some of that stuff you learn like while you read through like. Yeah. Once you start to read like legislature and stuff like that, like you learn how to uh, read a long bill really, really fast. Yeah, you know, you saw Rand Paul the other night going through the the new budget. Yeah, oh, he Said was it tweeting took two out two hours like, to yeah. print in his office, right? Yeah, it was over two thousand pages. Yeah, you know, that's wild. Yeah, another one point three trillion dollars in spending. Way to go, Republicans. Yeah, or conservatives. And did you see? Okay, so. Jeez. That one of the things that Donald Trump tweeted about it was that part of his tweet was that he was mad that there wasn't anything in there about DACA because the yeah. Democrats had had let them down, yeah. right? And I'm like, what? Like, how can you even begin to make the argument that it is the Democrats who did this when you ended the program and then walked well, away from negotiations with them like at... Well, see, the yeah, I, I get that. You get certainly that. could not. I would. But I'm not saying have, they didn't take any role yeah. in it, but you certainly couldn't say that that the the, the Democrats fucking abandoned. No, but correct me if dreamers. I'm wrong. Was did he not just point out that that uh, uh, executive action or whatever that Obama had signed was wasn't like constitutional or somewhere it was against the law, and that's why he said like, you know, we needed to end it because it was illegal. I mean, that's that's why he said that he wanted to end it. Yeah, but I mean, like, doesn't that count for anything? If it's if it was done illegally, why can't we just go ahead and just make it law? I don't know. It just doesn't seem that hard to me. But like, how you ha- like? Why wouldn't you? You know, I mean, and it, I don't know. It it confuses me, and it makes me. I feel like there's been so many chances for them to like get DACA plus like. Two times more. All they had to do was give Trump a little money for a stupid wall. I it's mean, not a little money. I mean, I mean he wanted. A, I know that twenty-five I mean, billion dollars. For what's it more important? Yeah, these are. T- we're talking about. Th- I'm. Not, I don't know how many dreamers there are, but a lot. Eight hundred thousand. Okay, massive numbers. That is not important enough. Does that not override a border wall? 25 billion dollars to though? me it kind of does i would have been like whatever dude yeah no we got to figure this shit out I because think otherwise the... we're gonna have this serious legal problem i mean you're just gonna have eight hundred thousand illegal immigrants all of a sudden that don't you know that may lose all their jobs because now they're illegal i don't know maybe that's just but you definitely would have to say that that's that started because Donald Trump decided to end the program. Because it was illegal. 
from my understanding. Right. And I get that, right? But we're not talking about the legality of it. We're talking about like the like the driving forces of it. And so he he did it and and now the I guess you could say the Democrats are in a position where they have to do that, but they don't they don't run Congress. They don't have the White House. No, but I mean so they've been offered DACA plus a lot more, haven't they? No. I was pretty I don't sure think a lot more. Okay, I mean, I, I might have to look into that then, because I I, would, I thought it was pretty well established that um, Trump had offered basically amnesty for you know a whole lot more than just DACA. It was like a over. It was going to be like one point three million total. Well, let's look it up. Yeah, I don't have a Wi-Fi right now. Are you checking it out? Yeah, I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm probably yeah because if that's because if that's not true, because, because the wallet's a waste of money, dog. Like that's that's pouring money into. No, I get that it is, but to me, it's like we're already how many trillion dollars in debt, and they just so pass let's another just one keep point. fucking slapping more on. I don't think I don't that that's the. I think there's. I don't a think that's the attitude to have towards the debt is especially not from a classically standard or conservative fucking perspective that well fuck it right we'll just we're already this far in so let's just keep fucking slapping more on like i don't think that that's i don't think well that's i don't think we would really i don't know i just don't understand why they couldn't pass some kind of legislation like that it's because everything has to become a big omnibus bill and so you can't look at just a a, you know as they were talking about before a quote-unquote clean daca bill it's like why can't we just do that but I guess, but I, I mean, also, it's just, I don't know. It pisses me off because it's, it's a huge, huge problem that I think everyone is underestimating. I don't think you can place that blame on one person, dog. I know, or one group of, like, of, you know, like one side or the other. Like, I don't, I think that the blame is certainly on both sides. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But it, yeah, it just, and it especially just, it seems, when it's so partisan. Especially when you're talking off. about President Trump, who, who was the last person he spoke to before you fucking talked to him about the deal that you were trying to have? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, what was the situation around that? So yeah. let's here. I'm trying to fucking. Yeah. I'd be really, I got to know. Cause I feel like that. I heard that from one of my people and all my people I feel are totally legit, but <clears throat> well, look it up, bro. I mean, if that's the, yeah, see, but that's, yeah, you know how it is. Sometimes, uh, you know, you hear something from somebody or you read something from somewhere and it's one of your normal trusted sources. But then if no one else talks about it, maybe it just wasn't a big deal. And I'm not... And I thought that's kind of... I thought that was kind of broadly accepted. But... I'm not telling you that you're wrong. I'm telling you that I don't know that to be yeah. true. So I'm looking that up real quick. <coughs> but... But regardless... Yeah... I just, I don't think there can be a real conversation in Congress. I feel like right now everything is just so partisan, one way or the other. The only thing that really numbers is the matters is the number of uh, chairs being filled by which side. Yeah, everything has been so partisan. That's why nothing can get done unless it's a giant omnibus bill. I think. Because everyone's got their stuff. I mean, Derek Kilmer got something in there. Yeah. And, I mean, but it was good for us. That's great. But, like, we shouldn't be doing that. Period. Well, and I'm definitely not in favor of the 
the fucking omnibus bills. Like I don't. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, necessary evil at this point, whatever you can get. I guess. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. It's a problem, man. It's, you think you know something, and then you don't. Yeah. Somebody questions it, and you're like, wait a minute. Well, I got to go back and look now. I got to double check. Well. And I'll have to go back. <clears throat> Anyways, let me just write that down. Yeah. I'll write it down. We'll move on. Let's do, see do, do. here. So we get off that. Oh, you know what we didn't do? Or do we want to see if uh, Homeboy shows up? Um, no, I don't no. think that he's... No, I don't think that he's okay. coming here. Do we want to uh, talk about... Uh, Good old Andy McCabe. Yes. The, yeah. the wonderfulness that is. Yeah, Andy we can McCabe. do that. We can definitely do that. Yeah. I worked in I worked that conversation into a corner. It was like, wait, no, we both gotta look this up now. Yeah. And I don't have uh I don't wanna do that while we're on the show. Cause it's great it makes for great conversation. Two people doing research. <laughs> right. No, I know. That's why we one day we'll get a Jamie. Like Joe Rogan's got, yeah. like, yo, Jamie, look that, up. look that shit up. Well, but, but I remember, yeah, because the original idea was we were definitely going to talk about Andy McCabe. Absolutely. I think we talked about that last week, and didn't have a whole lot of information yeah. about it, which was fine because I mean it literally came out that day. Yeah, you know the day of the recording, and it's kind of hard to do that. You know, even like last night, I was I was still doing research about Andy McCabe. Uh, not so much that, just kind of like, you know, just reading trying about to be stuff. current, you know? Yeah. Waiting for the next breaking thing because... I read about China knows. last night. China? China. Oh, China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Like the trade war China? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, Andy McCabe, right, um, got fired, what day was it, last week? Yeah. Uh, oh, so it was Friday night, right? Friday evening, because we recorded on Saturday. Yeah, so it, was it was Friday, Friday night last week. Yeah, that... He was fired, I believe. Um, yeah, Trump tweeted, Andrew McCabe, capital, all caps, fired. A great day for the hardworking men and women of the FBI. Yeah. A great day for democracy. Sanctimonious James Comey was his boss and made McCabe look like a chair bo- a choir boy. <laughs> I love it, man. This, I mean, I, I hate it, but it's it's very excellent trollery. Yeah. He's like, hey, dude, you're fired via Twitter. And then it came out, too, that, like, uh, somebody in the White House leaked out. Like, that's literally how it was done. And then he got fired for it. Was over Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. Because he leaked it to, I think, the Wall Street Journal. Well, that's the same thing that happened with fucking Rex Tillerson. You know, was that's how he found out, right? Was on, like, somebody told him about it on Twitter. Yeah, it's always, like, the... The New York Times or the Washington Post or somebody, Wall Street Journal gets, they drop the news. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, wait, wait, no, you guys weren't supposed to know that yet. That's why. <laughs> yeah. It's a. <laughs> That's why Donald Trump had all those people sign NDAs yeah. that work in the White House. Dude, so much makes sense. All this That's stuff that crazy. comes out of here. But yeah, good old Andy McCabe, he just found out via Twitter that he was fired. Yeah. And, uh, now, oh, who's yeah? Who is taking his his spot? 
uh, oh man, I can't, uh, what was his name? Mike Pompeo? Yeah, the former, yeah, what was he before this? Are you talking about Rex Tillerson or Andy, or Andy McCabe? Andy McCabe. Oh, um, Andy McCabe is the head of the FBI, so it's going to be the, or he's the deputy director yeah. of the FBI. Yeah. Oh, I just um, I, I just can't remember if I'm not a, sure who's being put in. Andy if it's like a spot. next, like is that like an auto rank up, or is um, that you got to go in front of the the commission? If he's the deputy director, I don't believe that it have. Yeah, I think it's the next step confirmed. up, right? Yeah, the actual director, because no. the deputy director of the CIA doesn't have to be confirmed. Okay, just the director. So I would assume. Just make a sense. I would so every, assume yeah, every one of I those places is a little different. I would assume that that yeah. that's the same. Every that's every one of those deal. alphabet soup, you know, abbreviation agencies are. Yeah. Different. Yeah. It's hard to keep track sometimes. So they said that one of the reasons Andy McCabe was fired was because they said that he had provided false information to, like, one of the investigations that was going on. Right? Yeah. And he says, and we don't know, you know, he says that he, whatever, was stressed out and called and corrected himself. Like, when he came up on something that was, like, that's what I've heard is that. Mm-hmm. His story is that when he did think of something that he said that was incorrect, he called and changed it. You know, whether or not that's the truth, you know, I don't no. know. It's you know, he said, she said. But that's that's yeah. his side of the story. But he's going to, he also said that he took like mad fucking notes and stuff. Yeah. Right? He, and so he's, he's got all the memos that he gave to the Mueller investigation. Right. So I would assume that he'll testify in front of. Like or not testify, but like speak to Mueller. So I guess that would be testifying yeah, he did in front of Mueller. Talk to Mueller, I think he last, did already last week. So then I'm sure when the investigation, Mueller's investigation comes out, then you know the discrepancies. Oh yeah. Well, it would He'll have to be Mueller's investigation and whatever investigation is going on around Andy McCabe, right? Yeah, that was the. So, uh, oh, but that was already thing. done because that's how they found out that they were. Gonna yeah, fire that him. was the Hillary so, Clinton email thing. And, yeah. So he was. I still think, like, honestly, honestly, because even though she won the popular vote, like, I think, honestly, we came this close to a Hillary Clinton president, except the Andy McCabe, James Comey, you know, bomb at the end of October. The, the kerfuffle. Yeah, the kerfuffle. <laughs> when they looked on uh, was Huma Abedin's, um, Anthony Weiner's wife's uh, yes. computer because there was, you know, because of you know the issue he got into, the whole like pedophile thing and yeah all that nastiness, um, but they found Hillary Clinton emails on her computer and so like they yeah argued whether or not to make it public, and uh, apparently Andy McCabe got permission from higher ups in the FBI to leak it to the Wall Street Journal. And that's how that thing broke. But yeah. then the only problem is the only well, person and, higher than him and he says was that, James Comey. Well, and he says that it's not a leak, right? I don't remember who I think maybe it was the New York Times that. Or, no, it probably was I NPR. They, no, it probably yeah. was NPR that um, said that. Fuck, I wish I remember what they called it. But that, like, that they will, people in the FBI, CIA, whatever, will call news agencies to like correct things mm-hmm. or whatever and so that's what oh, somebody yeah. you know again i don't know that I'm, I'm just providing the argument from from, from them, the other side you know that that's yeah. what they say you know yeah and i know i don't but, know if that's true yeah. but but the the ultimately i think the the thing to remember when we look at the firing of 
Andy McCabe. Yeah. Is that it wasn't necessarily Trump that fired him. Like, it was the DOJ. Yeah. It was Jeff Sessions that fired him. And it was on the recommendation of the, what do they call it? The investigation, right? Yeah, the investigation. The yeah, internal. It's like the, it's, yeah, it's a nonpartisan yeah. thing. It's a professional it's like, responsibility um, internal FBI investigation. Yeah, and so that's an internal organization yeah. in the FBI. Office of Professional Responsibility. Yeah. and But it was by their recommendation that he be fired and stripped right. of his pension. But, uh, but I'll, it's I'll, just a, I think that, and I think that it's just, it catches a lot of people because it's just a shitty thing to do. Yeah. 26 hours before the guy said, and yeah. I get, I mean, obviously I there's an argument to be made for it to be done because that's why it was done, you know, yeah. but it's especially to like the people that, that Trump like ran for, you know, like yeah. people who work in, in a fucking coal mine for 25 years yeah, exactly. and then they get a pension at the end and they're yeah. like, what? You fired this guy 26 hours before he gets his pension. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And so I think that that caught a lot Throw of people. Throw yourself off a bridge. Yeah. Especially for a coal miner. I, <laughs> see, that's the thing about Andy McCabe is you go, well, you know, but how much money you got, bro? Yeah. Do you need it? Okay. I don't know. I, I, I know that I shouldn't think like that, but it's like, hey, man, whatever. Yeah. It would be a huge problem for somebody like me. It would not be a huge problem, I don't think, for Andy McCabe. Well, and they also, so I'm just reading this thing that I have on my phone, right? Um, they also, the New York Times, said that Andrew McCabe's wife, right, was running for some elected oh, yeah. position, right? And she, she received, for a seat. that's what it was, a Senate seat. And she received, like, a whole shitload of campaign funds from the Clint, from Clinton political allies, right? So not the Clintons. But Clinton political allies, um, and I don't remember what the company was. I didn't write that down. But that was while Andy McCabe was leading the investigation into like Hillary Clinton's emails and the Trump campaign. Mm-hmm. He's leading both of those investigations, and his wife receives a whole bunch of, you know, donations from a Clinton ally. And so the connection can be can be drawn. You know, I don't know that it can be. You obviously can't say a thousand percent. Yeah, but. Yeah, no, I mean... But the argument can be made that that's a little sus to be, you know... It's, dude, it's wicked sus. You know? I mean, in today's political climate, because, you know, we got... We got we yeah. see it so relatively often. Yeah. When something like this goes, I mean, it goes, wait a minute. What are you guys doing? Well, you know, it, especially with the big ones that kind of lead back to that Clinton Foundation. You know, it doesn't surprise me that... Basically, what I'm saying is it wouldn't surprise me if I found out that was legit. You know, for whatever that's worth. And I think that the reason. Because it, it did happen. I think, it did happen to be yes. very, very no, clear so about I think, that. I th- it was a I'm, half a million dollars from the uh, political <coughs> action committee, the the pack for Terry McAuliffe's, um, the governor of Virginia. Yeah. It was her, her pack that donated half a million dollars to, to their other campaign. Yeah, and I don't know how that all works, but five hundred thousand. You just know, like, yeah, that's half a mil, half a mil, just to, uh, you know, to a run for a senate and then she didn't win either. <laughs> yeah, but and so yeah, plus and then there was another uh, two hundred seven thousand seven hundred seventy-eight dollars in uh, mailers that they sent out for them. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a lot of money, dude. You're talking three quarters of a million dollars, right? And I think and that, so. It does seem suspect, you know. Well, sus. and I 
And I think that it's a good example of, of, of objectivity, right? Like you have to, because you have to kind of ignore like, like that's really shitty that that happened to him, you know, and look Mm -hmm. at like the hard evidence that like, well, like there's, there's a lot of really suspicious things that like are going on here. And the argument can be made on one side, you know, Mm -hmm. that, um, excuse me, that. Donald Trump knew about that and then would be mad, you know, that that he would feel like, oh, shit, sorry, the cherry fell out of this, um, that he would feel like Andy McCabe would go after him because he received, his wife received the campaign funds, you yeah. know, and so yeah. maybe that's a reason that Trump would have, but uh, then you said Trump didn't fire him, yeah, you know. Ultimately, but, it was up to the, yeah. But and anyways, that, yeah, that's and a- that argument, I think, and this is like a, a big, right, this is an an umbrella like quote-unquote conspiracy theory right and not conspiracy theory but just theory that would go with theory that jeff sessions is afraid for his job right and if trump tells him fire that motherfucker and then he fires andy mccabe sessions is safe andy mccabe is gone and that's again i'm not saying that that's my position that's it just it's it but could that's be argued. it's an it's an argument that's being made you yeah. know not yeah. from everybody or like a wide swath of people but there are people who think yeah. that generally you know, from that side yeah and I think that I think that session is a little bit scared first job like I oh yeah man um, I, I wouldn't you know I wouldn't so it. I don't but I don't know you know FYI wifey's here yeah yeah no I'm seeing that. So I'm trying to, we're trying to guide her in because she doesn't remember yeah. when we were here for that. You can go and get her if you want. I don't know that she came inside when we were here for the draft. Where you got you this may for, have been, you got yeah, this for one second? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Hold up, everyone. No, absolutely. So, like I said, the the argument just can be made, you know, but it's a good example of, of taking a step back and being objective. Because a lot of times the way that you feel immediately isn't um, the whole truth, you know, or or really very informed like you have to you got to take time and look at all the evidence because i i don't the first thing that i saw was just andy mccabe's letter you know his response to being fired which was very emotional i mean which understandably you've worked there for that long and you now you can strip to your pension it's understandable to to be upset about that um but it took you know three or four days probably of reading articles listening to podcasts to get like some some good like i said objective information into into the whole situation everybody everybody's wife is here now everybody's wife is here (laughs) yeah everyone's back anyways uh yeah yeah we're we're really off objectivity you know what i'm saying that's what i was talking about it's just Just a good at the whole thing good example yeah that's what i'm saying it took me four or five days probably of reading articles listening to different podcasts to get all of this information, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that that's also another good example of why we're doing this is yeah. to, because not not a lot of people have that time or even the the, the dedication to well, no, to because, look at I all mean, that to get, shit you to know? get the whole picture, man. Because yeah. you know when we go through or do our research, it's like I include the the source of yeah. every. It's just like as the narrative builds. Yes. Yeah, I put it I in just a little. Yeah, you know, I, I stick it where it needs to be in the timeline. Yeah. Yep. And it's like. Looking at this one, I got stuff from like CBS News, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, The Washington Post, Politico, Ben Shapiro. I mean, yeah, all different little chunks that make the big picture. And that's what's so hard in today's media. Because it's so hard to just get like, 
you can't trust one source to give you the whole no. picture. No, because even even, even in like you, people you trust, even if you just look at one side, like you know, like left leaning, like if you look at, yeah. you know, things you could consider left leaning, like fucking NPR and New York Times, a bunch of things yeah. like that, you'll get a bunch of different information from all of those different things, you know, yeah. because they're all going to cover it differently. Like, yeah. And so even even if it's just different sources all on the same side, like it is, yeah. it's so if, important. I mean, to look you listen at to it as. You know, as you know, let's say on like NPR is a good example around here. Like we have a really, really good NPR station, but KUOW. It is very left leaning. Yeah. But if you know the narrative, you know, it's you, and you it's just good you information. Just, you're still be able to strip out the facts from what they're what they're telling you. You just don't necessarily have to believe the narrative they're giving you. Right. You know. But that's that's why it requires so many different sources. Yeah. Because they're you know, this narrative, they're going to have one piece of evidence that kind of can twist it their direction. And then, <coughs> and then the rest of the narrative will follow. And so you have to be able to catch those, but yeah. Cause they all have, they themselves all have different sources, yeah. you know, so who are going to be talking to different people. And yeah. it's like, and I, I kind of, am getting a little bit of a picture of how that feels because I have a source right now on the ground. Yeah. Because today on the some we should talk about a little bit. Absolutely. Um, the March for Lives. The March for Lives is going on today. It's a, um, yeah, that, it was started by the, I'll look it up. the Parkland kids, I think. But I mean, I was reading stuff that there's like March, over eight hundred different for our lives. That's what you know, eight hundred different uh, marches going around around the country. Yeah, like, eight hundred insane amount of people. That's you know, my source. Wow, is telling me that uh, there was in Seattle, right? Thousands of people. Yeah, we're that's talking where, about Seattle. Yeah, that's yeah, where this BNW. particular march is that our source is at. Call yeah. source. You can take yeah. it for yourself if you'd like. Yeah. If you want it to be a personal, a personal <laughs> no, that's, that's big the, bird source, uh, that's, that's our, all on you, bro. Uh, that's one of our salt of the street sources. Might be something else later, but uh, an undisclosed source. Yes, an undisclosed source. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting to. There's a there's a huge following. Yeah, I mean it is powerful right now, man. You look at some of the people that are activated, bro. Yeah, so many seriously so activated. Many people. It's insane. And with something this big, it's still rather confusing exactly what the message is. Like every little individual march, I feel like has its own little message. And I'm still gonna, I'm still working on piecing together what ours is. But. Well, and, and I can see that because depending on where the march is at, you yeah. know, there's gonna be and what the the dominant. Oh, yeah, idea is in that area is, yeah. you know like it's that's gonna that's gonna drive that you know but i think i think that the common theme you said is is just ending like senseless gun yeah, violence no right? more gun like, violence yeah it's not and they they're using the hashtag never again again and that's yeah yeah it's the a one that's up the one that's up hashtag. here on twitter at the top right is hashtag march for our lives okay and i like that you know um and there's also like a live video here. Yeah, there's a bunch of live videos. That, on, yeah, um, that's just going. Yeah, but there's a lot of young people turning out. Yeah, um, yeah. Not just over violence. in Seattle, we got apparently thousands of people. Thousands right now. And uh, yeah, check out uh, saltofthestreets.com. Um, yeah. Also the week. Instagram. Yeah. yeah, and our uh, individual Twitter. Yeah, we'll definitely have all the uh, 
the pictures and stuff from the yeah from the march that we have we'll be set, you know sending up that way you can get a look at what was going on as if you were right there um and along with that we'll probably do a little i think i'm going to be writing an article to accompany that kind of stuff on the website yeah it's kind of a special edition little newsy type trial see how that goes let us know what you think in the comments please. absolutely um salt of the streets.com yeah and shout out again I, I know we talked about it last week that we were launching it but we did launch it we did it's it happened right now yeah like you can go there shout like you out can pause to my wife and go boot that up there it is built that website that's right but very uh, impressive i mean it's going to be a constant kind of it's going to evolve as we evolve and uh you know, it'll be it'll be it'll be a fun ride. Yeah, but yeah, anytime. Uh, you know, we're, we're active on our social media and stuff. Um, saltofthestreets.com is. I mean, salt of the streets is everywhere right now. It's on Facebook. It's on. <laughs> it's everywhere. I mean, it's right everywhere. Now. You can't. You can't get it. It's you know, all over. Everything. Not find it. Yeah. Um, it's on SoundCloud. It's on SoundCloud. That's where we're, all this stuff yeah. is stored. Yep. Working on uh working on getting the old Apple podcast yeah. going. I think we got that figured out. Stitcher and yeah, we'll be up pretty soon all wherever you get week, podcasts. Yeah, I think next week we're gonna be doing some live streaming. Yeah, we're gonna play around with some of that. I think stuff. we'll do the first tester next week and see how it works out. Really excited about that. Yeah. Might build a little shelf. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So but anyways, lots yeah. to come. Um Yeah, I can't remember what we were talking about before that, but the yeah, the march, you know, it's the march for our lives, bro. It's going I mean it's big, man. <clears throat> it's huge. All day I've been watching it, it's huge. All over the place. Because I think that that's, you know, like we said, the the broad idea behind it is like a really idea, yeah. easy dude, idea to get behind. I don't think anybody wants to get killed, even if you want it's guns a Saturday, everywhere, man. guns nowhere. You know? It's a Saturday, and it's not real nice out. Right. And there are still thousands of people involved. Out there doing it. Yeah. It's just now starting to get nice around, but still. I mean, this is, it's people I know that live over on this side of the water. Went over there on the ferry today to, just to go participate. And that's a strong Something. move having a source over there, Afi. It is it's strong. It, you know, strong stuff happen. Yeah, you know, newsy type stuff is newsy type stuff. Newsy type stuff. Newsy. I like that one. I think I got that from uh, Philip DeFranco. Yeah, but yeah. That's stuff that I want to try to get a little bit more involved in. If we absolutely can. Absolutely, Doc. You know, even even local stuff can be national stuff. Yeah. You know, it happens, especially now when. The the so the culture war is I mean it's at a new high, you know all these movements constant for the last you know the whole last year yeah you know there's the the giant women's march all sorts of stuff man I want to stay mad consistent with recording on Saturdays mm-hmm. but um, if there's something that comes up that's like on a weekday because that happens fairly frequently that there's like marches and shit on oh yeah whatever i'm more than down take a day off you know what i'm saying and uh cover that shit because it would be be not that it's i mean because it's great to have somebody on the ground doing it but it's even better to have one of us there so that the next time we do oh yeah like this this was it exactly this is what happened these are people i talked to i can talk to people while we're there yeah some pictures some vids i mean say what you want about them but like the uh the Lauren Southerns and the the Tim Pools that go out there and like that's the way go to in do there it. and like independent journalists. Yeah, yeah, that's something I'm into, for sure. But yeah, I just um, that's something I am like I I'm curious to look at 
is what is the media going to be saying about it on Monday? Yeah. Because I have a picture of, I'm building a picture of what ours looks like, you know, inside, you know, like in right. the deep, like what's really about. And, and it looks to me like ours is rather evenly distributed. There's a lot of people with a lot of different opinions. Yeah. And it's all just kind of in a, I think at minimum, a pro, you know, I hate to use this word, but like, you know, realistic gun control. Yeah. It's, it's, there's a lot of people that are like, hey, man, I'm not trying to take your guns. I just want to like, maybe we could talk about this and maybe we could like, well, slow it, you know, bring it down, just make it a little harder. Well, give me a, give me a sneak peek. Right, so like, read me like if you do you have some pictures of signs that you can read me, or like just some things that that your your source has been yeah, telling you. Does, you know, uh, just a sneak peek. You don't have to, you know, not the whole story because this, you know, this might be oh. your descent this week. This might be a personal. So uh, this is Seattle, a bird's right? nest source, yeah, so you listen, know, or a bird's nest. Fucking yeah, the the bird's nest is going to be the uh, the newsy type. Blog. Sorry, I didn't mean to That's, spoil that. If that was no, you're waiting no, for you're, a big reveal, you're fine. I didn't. No, you're good. Anyway, well, yeah. no, it's, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just, it'll be a minute. So, yeah, it'll just be a minute. We'll look forward to it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be dope. But, anyways, even in Seattle, we have a guy out there in camo, camo and khakis, and he has a sign that says Hunters for Enhanced Background Checks. Word. Coming from Seattle. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he lives out our way, actually. Well, and that's like, you that's know? the cool thing I think about Washington and the Pacific Northwest is there's like, it. All you got to do is go to like Eastern Washington, and it's a whole nother world, you know. Even to yeah. Belfair, it's a whole nother world. Oh yeah, like totally. just you know, an hour it's from out, here is it's yeah. outside of Seattle and the surrounding suburbs that Crazy. really are Seattle. You know? Yeah, um, but yeah, another one here that says, "So you're pro-life and pro-gun? How ironic!" Yeah, and see, that sounds like a very Northwest thing to say. <laughs> just uh, yeah, that's the general vibe. A very Seattleite. Yeah. Like I don't know if you guys of... know it, but a lot of people in the Pacific Northwest are rather. Um, I don't know, but we're 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 very passive aggressive up here, you know. <laughs> we are, you know, and it's. Fine. I do know it's a lot totally of passive aggressive people. That's yeah. for sure. But I've lived on uh, the other side of the country long enough to realize that that's not the way everybody lives. Yeah. And then you know, moving back after like almost. 10 years very different yeah you world. come back and like whoa wait a minute what's going on but yeah it's something i noticed it's nothing to be ashamed of but we should accept it <laughs> just part of the world around here yeah oh sorry about but yeah that. there's a lot of different opinions and a lot of different uh angles coming at it it'll be interesting to see i'm gonna kind of try to tally them up and I'm good but right now we're sipping on some uh i just tweeted it out too some brown some, sugar uh, bourbon brown sugar bourbon from heritage distilling um, I it's think they're delicious. still based in Gig Harbor. Yep. Yeah, but I remember, I mean, I went there when it was like new. It's right down when it was the water. On, yeah. I was still in the military. I was out on leave. Came back and we went down there, me and my family. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we just went down there and had like a, a tasting. It's yeah. Delicious. It is delicious. But now they're making big moves, man. They're making com- like really dope commercials and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. That's cool. But anyways, about, I hear it a lot on uh, 99.9 K- yeah, KISW, The Rock uh, okay. radio station. Yep. They have a lot of really good ads on there for Heritage. More. Making moves. Delicious. But, uh, 
delicious. Yeah, usually we drink beer, but today it's bourbon. Yeah. And that's kind of ironic because I have the, uh, I brought the Casablanca themed coasters. Yeah. Drinking the bourbon. Just a little bit classier today. That's like my favorite movie of all time. Not that, I've never seen that movie before. We need to, we need to change that. That's like one of the all time greatest movies. That can be the first. Yeah. Fucking video pod. Or the oh, that would be movie so pod, good. Not video pod. Oh my gosh, that would be so pod. good. Yeah, and actually, I wonder if I can get, because um, the guys I'm looking at to 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 do the show with, um, we we have very similar tasted movies, except for like the old movie thing. Yeah, like, not a lot of people are into those old movies, and uh, so I'd be curious. I want to have him watch it and see what he thinks. Because me and him have the exact same, you know, preference in movies. Yeah. For everything else, except for, I think, the classic ones. And so, I want to see what he thinks. I think that'd be an interesting conversation. Right. But that, yeah, I got some other, we got to talk about it later after the show, maybe. But I got some more uh, uh, show <laughs> ideas that I think we should definitely attach to. Because this is more, we talk a lot of politics, mm-hmm. you know. And there's a lot of different angles to politics. Only so far. Yeah. I mean, how many... How many times we sit here and we look at the clock and go, dude, three hours, bro? And we've only talked on how many topics? Yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll see. Anyways, stuff <laughs> to look forward to. We're growing. <laughs> uh, anyways. But yeah, I, w- I would like to see at the end of the day how many places on the country had a, a March for Life. 800 sounds like a lot. Get the count. That does sound like a lot. You know, you're talking like... Every major city, yeah, is that I feel like that number is probably legit. I, don't I know. wonder what the smallest march is. Yeah, <clears throat> not that it matters, right? How many people like got the balls yeah. to be like, "Hey, we're doing this," or if there's a because I don't care. I'm just thinking. Like, yeah. I wonder if there's like a certain number of people you have to have for, for it to be classified as a march, or if. Because you have to get like a permit to have a march, right? To ha- to do like a political, probably to do a protest, yeah, a big gathering like or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, the main one was big, man, huge. Yeah, good lord, over in DC. Yeah, and like, I think that the big thing will be to make sure that not make sure, but to see that they're all peaceful at the end of the day. Yeah. Right? Did that, you like, see our our new? Uh, I mean, I, I I agree with you. I'm not. I don't want to cut you off, but like. Did you see the bit what uh, David Hogg said? Like there was a uh, a tweet. No, uh, no I tried about really hard. starting a I, revolution. No, he said, and yeah, regardless of uh, I, oh man, I wish I had the tweet actually in front of me. Maybe I took a picture of it. No, I try really hard not oh, to man. pay attention to any of the children. As shitty as that sounds, okay. I just I just have mixed feelings about it, you know. So I just that makes sense and it's not because i don't care because like i said i think that their opinions are obviously valid because of things that they've experienced but yeah i don't and at this point all i'm looking at it is just from a human behavior thing yeah but anyways yeah he the little tweet that he put out it was like oh you're our next lord and commander got it i mean it sounded pretty heavy to me yeah yeah real kind of revolutionary talk and I was like, hey, what are you doing, man? Well, and I doing? don't think that it's because 
you know, it's like we're into year two now, right? Like so of of the yeah. Trump administration. So if it comes to the end of year four and he doesn't win and he's like, no, I'm not leaving yeah. office. At that point, there will be some discussion, you know. If, of, oh, of, absolutely. Of, you know, but. No, th- th- you, know, you can't do no, that in America. Like, it's, yeah. We'd be like, no, dude. No. Right. And no, uh, no, like no. at this point, you know. We're not some third rate democracy. It sucks. It's shitty. You know, I'm not yeah. happy about President Trump either. Like the idea of that and then like talking about it to my kids later and like in history books like that. Oh, it's going to be an awkward exactly. situation. It makes me uncomfortable. But I also am not. How do you like, explain to your kid? Fuck America. Like I just oh, I don't think that, you know. So, I just can't you know. imagine. How do you explain to your kid what, why it's like a big deal that, you know, why does he have to be learning about like trans issues in kindergarten? Well, I don't think that they need to be learning about it in kindergarten. We didn't learn about black people in kindergarten because it's not something, I don't think it's something that needs to be like talked about all the time. No. So I don't. No, I know. But like. What, what point was I trying to make? Dang it. It's like, that doesn't happen here. Like, they did that in Canada or whatever. Yeah. That, but that's not here. I don't think that... No, no, no. But we see... We can see the effects of that now. Taking, like, you know, what happens. It's like a little test case. What do you mean? Because, like, I haven't heard... Um, the only thing that I heard was the shit that Casey said. And then, like, about his brother and sister having that assembly at school. But then he, and whether or not I told you I am sorry, but he he was going to be here. And he misremembered what she said, and they had an assembly about oh, microaggressions. That's, right. that's right? right. Which I I still yeah. think is something that we're going to talk about, but it it wasn't about transgender. But I haven't heard about anything, people, especially people learning right. about in kindergarten. No, you know. Like so. I li- I literally lost track of it. the point I was trying to make. I'm sorry. And I tried to cr- no, that was my fault. Uh, that was not the point. I forgot where we were. Sometimes I get so sidetracked. I forget what we're talking about. But I don't know. <laughs> uh, what else is going right. on though? <clears throat> you lost yourself in that one. Yeah. That's all what right. We're talking about. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. No, Casey, and, K- yeah, Casey then, will be on here yeah. sometime to be able to discuss that with us. That would be cool. But, yeah, because we talked about that last week that he had told us that his brother and sister at one of the local high schools had 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 an assembly about like transgender or something, right? Something to do with transgender. But after I talked to him about it afterwards, there was a misunderstanding between him and his siblings, oh, yeah. and it was about microaggressions. Which I still think is interesting, right? Um, so I'm interested to hear. But why? That, yeah, why? I still definitely want to hear about it. Right. You know, that's just a different avenue. Right. Yeah, I definitely want to hear about it. That's a whole nother. That's like uh, when Christina Hoff Summers got yelled out of her. Oh, oh man, microaggressions are real. <laughs> that whole yeah, dude. That was wild. I'm so triggered right now with so many microaggressions. So triggered right now. So triggered right now. Wake up, sheeple. Uh, but. We kind of touched we touched on like the uh, the insanity that is you know the possibility of like what happens if Trump was like not gonna relinquish the presidency yeah um, 
so apparently not only are we starting a new trade war but we're also going to start there's a there's a new um we're in a new arms race yes how much do you know about this arms race um with russia is that what you're talking about mm-hmm. i do remember him mentioning that um i also read about an arms deal that they did with the saudis like not that long ago. Yeah, no, that wasn't that long ago. I think yeah. that happened when he went and visited. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about when the prince was was at the White House. Oh, um, yeah, okay. Let's see. $670 million arms deal with the Saudis when the prince was at the White House wow. for anti-tank missiles. Um, I think he's coming out here too. Yeah, he's going to come to Seattle. Yeah, he's meeting with a bunch of. Oh, so we're talking about it's Mohammed bin Salman. That's what his name is, right? MBS. He's like the heir apparent or whatever. Yeah, he's the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, and he's done a lot of like progressive stuff in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, you know, to like like, allow women to drive. Yeah. We you know, drive like and huge, like, I think huge they can go, like, go and see movies and stuff now. And, yeah. Um, Starting to get semi right. independence, which and is great. S- right. So he's in America, I think, for a couple of weeks um, to meet with a bunch of different business people and try and get a bunch of investment into his country. Yeah. You know, um, Dude, can you imagine if Saudi Arabia, Arabia like was like decided to completely westernize? You know, and in the way we think of like a modern cap, like uh, I wouldn't say, well, I want to say capitalized. No, like Shanghai, China. Yeah, you know, although it's like uh, Singapore, I think is a really mm-hmm. good example. Like Hong Kong, like those types of communist yeah. mixes type of deal. Yeah, but I think it would be a different. It would be right. a different a democratic mix over there. type of mix. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. would be super capitalist because yeah. it's. Cause in it's, the background, it's but. like capitalist communism. Yeah, in China, in China, um, it's really weird. Yeah, and so the in, and so it's like so there it would be like a a capitalist kingdom. Yeah, it's almost like legitimate corruption, it's like corruption light. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's almost it's like almost an oligarchy. Yeah, but then there's also the communist part. So it's like yeah, well, who knows? They got a lot of money though. They have a lot of money, bro. Yeah, and so like if they were to change the way they did their business, and you know turn into like have a more Chinese outlook. Well, in the places that he's going, like it seems like he's reaching out towards like tech companies. You know, oh yeah, we'll have a better idea like when he leaves. Yeah, so and they're already like like super because they're super super involved in like the infrastructure and you know everything with the city. Yeah, and it just I don't know for whatever reason they their system kind of works out for them. But on the human rights side, it gets a little shady. But but he's changing that. So that's dope. Yeah, so while he was here, the State Department approved a $670 million arms deal with the Saudis for anti-take missiles. And when he met with Mattis, right, the mm-hmm. prince and General Mattis met, they did not talk about civilian, civilian casualties in Yemen. Like, they didn't discuss hmm. it at all, which I think is interesting, like, horrible. You know what I'm saying? When it's being called like the worst humanitarian crisis, you know, I mean, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's to not even discuss it. You know what I'm saying? And then to provide weapons that are going to go directly towards that Mm -hmm. is, I think, um, uh, gross, but that's not a good word. 
a yeah. different word. Um, but no, I get it though. Certainly a waste of an opportunity, if nothing else, you know, to discuss. Yeah. Like I mean, we said, been, like how long has that been going on? Mm. I can't remember off the top of my head. I feel like it's been a while. But yeah, it's nobody ever talks about Yemen, and it's a terrible, terrible thing. Yeah, BBC is like the only time I ever yeah hear about that really. Yeah, I don't hear I don't hear from the BBC too too much anymore. Oh, really? It, That's just because it's a little longer. I have a hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to fit it a is. lot in if Usually I'm like if I'm like working hardcore. You know, if I'm really working a lot of hours and stuff, right? It's, it's hard to fit in a, a half hour sometimes. It's tough, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean. Yeah, no, that's certainly a blessing of my job to be, hey, today, Yeah, I've been working there for three years. Oh, today. Today. Very nice. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. You got hired on a Saturday? <laughs> no, <laughs> just the 24th yeah. is like my... Oh, yeah, because that would have been what last... It was a, it it was a, a Tuesday. That was a Tuesday? Because it was three oh, yeah. years ago. Wow. I don't know. But that's crazy. I think maybe it was a Wednesday. Maybe, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> whatever you know, whatever day the twenty fourth was but three years ago. That's the day I started yeah. at this company. But that's pretty sweet. Three years is big. Yeah, especially when you look at. Uh, I, I think the uh, the last statistic I I read was like three out of five, or no, like a, our generation spends an average of three to five years in a job that, and then moves on. Yeah, and you're like, no, I'm good. I'm still chilling. I don't. I'm, I'm glad to be at three years. Well, especially now that I'm at three years, I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a good spot here. So, yeah. I don't. You know, you're well established. Yeah, you know. Now you that built we're talking that about having kids and stuff like that. Yep. I started taking. Uh, <laughs> this is really funny. I found. Uh, I read like this article, and they talked about a study uh, that was done with. Not that I'm concerned about like my sperm count or testosterone, because <laughs> yeah. like I'm still very young. Um, and there's just no indicator for that. But there was an article that had this study in it. And it talked about men who had like a low sperm count and low testosterone. And they took a thousand milligrams of vitamin C a day Whoa. for like three months. And it like improved their sperm count and their mortality. So you're so, taking uh, those power packs? The yes. vitamin C power so, packs? So, well, I just have a bunch of vitamin C pills. And they're 500, so I just take them twice a day. And What's the uh, the overdose amount for vitamin C? Oh, it's got to be. I'm a, pretty sure it's insanely insane, high, yeah. but but yeah, I, I feel like I would want to look into that. <laughs> well, hope, I get yeah. I get nervous when I take a lot of extra vitamins. Oh, I, I feel why. good. It's good. I've, yeah, I've been taking those those super packs right now. It's like yeah, twelve or yeah, twelve hundred milligrams of vitamin C or something like that in the pack. Yeah, and I just mix it up and like. I'm gonna put like two fingers in a water in it, just enough to dissolve it. You know, like two fingers of water, just enough to dissolve it, and then just shoot it down. Yeah, I, just I get like it done to, quick. Yeah, I don't like the taste of it, but it, been been shooting those for shooting all them. of last week. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to be healthy, bro. Yeah. You know? So I think you know we're doing good. Also we're, taking like maca root. You know, maca root. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That's supposed to uh. Uh, stimulate reproductive health in men and women. Okay, it's a it's, it's like, like a one holistic of those... type deal. Gotcha. I, yeah, I buy it and it comes in like a capsule. It's one of those deals. That's crazy. It's just the thing I read. It's pretty cheap, dude. Totally off topic. I saw a dead deer the uh, this week. 
Right. I forgot about that. <laughs> so I dead wanted deer. to bring that. It's, yeah, it's crazy. I because I work in the woods all the time. Yeah, it's it's rather weird how often I stumble. Oh, because it was in the carcasses. woods. Okay, yeah. it wasn't like on the road or anything. No, it no, was, no this oh, was okay. in the woods. It just landed. It's like oh, there's another one. Was That's it weird. just like like died of natural causes? I mean, you would assume. Sometimes I mean, like it didn't look like it was like mangled or anything like that, or was? Oh no, it was. Like, oh okay, down to the bones. Was, oh, it was past they, the point it, of. It was. It had been cleaned up, so it may very well. Have been. Where were you at? If you I was don't. in. Uh, I was in the area of. Uh, we don't have to. Locally, yeah, it was locally. I don't want to get into it. No, no, that's but, fine. Uh, <laughs> if that's too personal, that's no, yeah, that's, no. that's totally. I just fine. don't. Yeah, I don't. No, I that's don't ab- that. that is absolutely acceptable. Uh, absolutely, one hundred percent acceptable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's weird, you know. And uh, I think even hiking last year, I saw one. Really? Yeah. Which? Oh yeah. I can't wait, dude. Weather started to change. Good lord. We saw a deer running on the bridge in Keyport the other day. Oh yeah. We were leaving, yeah, and it was, I think it was coming into Keyport, and it was just on the side of the road running in. Yeah. It's the only way in or out, unless they cross the water, and they don't want to do that, so they just <laughs> they, they just run on that little bridge across Keyport. Dude. It's pretty funny. It is funny. I love that bridge, though, coming into Keyport. It's so dope. But yeah. Um, but I just, I was remembering, uh, it was just the other day, I was coming, I was driving back from a job, and, uh. I can't remember exactly where I was. And uh, even if I did, I wouldn't tell you. But uh, I saw in like the woods ahead of me, there was like, we're coming to a T and I had to turn right. Yeah. And then like the woods ahead of me, there was some giant, like dark brown animal, like prancing. It looked like it was <laughs> like this. I thought it was a deer, but it was like really, really dark. And it had a really like, you know, it looked different. And it was freaking me out. And I realized as I got closer, uh, there was like chicken wire up. So I just couldn't see the fence. And it was somebody's llama. And it was like. There's a lot of those around here. Dude, it was. I just didn't expect it. It freaked me out. <laughs> There's a lot of those around here, surprisingly. Yeah. When yeah, there I grew is. up, there was like. Alpacas, just, too. Yeah. For like the, the fur and stuff, it, right? Yeah. That's a weird industry. It is, man. How do you think you get into llama farming? Dude, I wish I could be an alpaca farmer. Do you so think I get that's, that alpaca wool? You think that's that's where that a, money's at. I have some alpaca moccasins. Dude, there's an alpaca farm um, kind of near uh, in the local area. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in Paul's boat. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but it's like super legit. I see these guys out there. I mean, they have a super, super nice house, little like a little mini ranch looking thing. And uh, every now and again, you drive by there and there's this dude driving around this little uh, goat cart looking thing. Yeah. And what it's doing, it, it's vacuuming up like whatever the alpaca poop is. So like super high class. They're out there, you know, doing a vacuum on their fields so for the like, alpacas. Like horse poop or large rabbit poop? I don't know. I don't know what kind of poop alpacas have. Here's some chapstick. I feel like it's like deer. Maybe. I don't know. What does deer poop what does deer poop look like? Looks little BBs. Oh. You don't know what deer poop looks like? Mm-mm. <gasps> We're gonna like have to get you out of the rabbit woods. Poop? Yeah, it looks like big rabbit poop. There you go. Of the same variety. Yeah. Yeah. Same variety of 
Fecal <laughs> <laughs> <Boy. laughs> shape. Yeah. Why are we talking about poop? Um, so you started talking about dead deer, bro. Yeah, dead deer. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we'll get back into something more serious. Now. <laughs> that was a nice break. <laughs> the problem was, it was a really heavy week, man. Like, it's a lot of stuff going on. Yes. And it's just to the point, like, we, we already promised to talk about Andy McCabe, so we had to talk about that. Yeah, and then, then after like, that, McMasters got fired. H.R. McMasters. Yeah, H.R. Yeah, and now John Bolton's coming in. I don't, I don't know about Super that. Super hard line wants to go to war with really hawkish with Iran and North Korea. Yeah, like like you go back and listen. I don't, you know, mind you, that was like ten years ago when I watched a lot of these videos. Um, the bearded dragons making noise. Yep, Frankenfurt. I, I don't think they can hear it, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, back in, like ten years ago and stuff. He John Burton. Yes, yeah, some of his like his views. Very much, kind of like well, Sketch. just bomb them, like just get you know we got to take them out. Just turn it to glass. Yeah, turn it to glass. Just glass that's, it over. That's uh, this. That's I don't want to get sued. That's uh, from fucking, tell him Steve Dave. Oh, or yeah, Q says that. So turn it all to glass. It's really <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're funny. That's a great podcast. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, you know, we're, we'll pimp them out a little bit. Part of this Modcast Network. Tell them Steve, Dave, yeah, Kevin Smith. See, one day you'll be up there too, man. You'll be able to hang out with those guys. Oh, be part of the Salton Street will, Network. I might pee my pants if that was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's a real thing. I would have to. If go you had pee a chance first. to meet Kevin Smith, he's Before like he one died of my favorite. So. Mm. I would really love to like watch one of his movies with him. And the people that are on Tell Him Steve Dave, right? Walt Flanagan, Brian Johnson, and Brian Quinn. Yeah. Some people on Tell Him Steve Dave. And I would love to watch a movie with one of them. Um, like, Brian Johnson made a movie called Vulgar that I think I talked to you about. That is about a guy who decides to be a clown, right? Um, but he's going to be like a dirty clown, like do bachelor parties and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets hired to go somewhere and he gets um, raped by these three people, by a dad and two sons. Yeah. And they like make a video of it. But then he doesn't know that and he gets, the clown gets famous, right? Oh, no. Um, he like gets a TV show and stuff like that. And then he gets blackmailed by these people that that raped him. Because they have this video, you know, of him like doing this stuff. So. Good lord, that's dark. Yeah, that was not where I thought that was going to go. When oh, you it's started. pretty wild. That All those dark. movies, bro, and like yeah, Tusk. I mean, Tusk, you know? yeah, Tusk oh. is a super dark movie. Jordan will watch it with me, maybe once a year. She'll watch Tusk with me. Yeah, that is a great movie. Yeah, it is darker than fuck, um, and. I couldn't recommend it any more highly. Yeah. It's dope. I would imagine. I still haven't seen it. You should watch some, it. I have it on Blu-ray. Are, it's about a guy yeah. that gets turned into a walrus. It is dark. Yeah. He goes to a house because he does a podcast similar to ourselves. And um, he goes to try and hear about an interesting story. And the guy drugs him. And surgically turns him into a walrus. That's insane. I just, I can't. It's like human centipede. I don't want to get into that, man. It's centipede-esque. So it that, is centipede-esque. That might just be something 
I yeah. will. Because, oh, I don't know if, I don't ever if you watched it with us, but uh, you remember, uh, uh, he was like the coolest dude at work. That's wanna, what the movie's called. No, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You know who I'm talking about. He, yes. He no, was I got the, you. He was like the coolest guy at work. That yeah. Day. But we, me and him, um, we watched this movie called Bone Tomahawk. Cats in the Kitchen. Bro. Did you ever watch that? No. But oh, I think dude. I remember you mentioning that. Oh, that one. That one got me. Just something to do with like, there's a scene in it, right? Where, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched Bone Tomahawk, and this is kind of disturbing, but there's a there's a group of cannibals that yes. live in the, these <clears throat> caves, right? You, you don't necessarily know they're cannibals until like some of the main characters get like captured, mm-hmm. and then uh, they start seeing like bones and stuff like that. And then, uh, but then all of a sudden, one of them shows up and like grabs one of the captives. And then another, you know, another one of these cannibals grabs him. And then the third guy comes in with like this giant, like, butcher knife thing, like the size of an axe, mm-hmm. and just starts splitting him down the middle. Wow. And it's so, it just, to me, I can't do that, man. I have a hard time watching that. It, yeah. it screwed me up. And so, like, when it comes to, like, Tusk, that, I don't know, that super, oof. Well, and it's it just, tough, too. I feel like it would be tough to watch for me. He... Well, so it's based on, I told you, it's based on like a smodcast they did, which is yeah. a podcast that Kevin Smith does. And um, like, <laughs> it's it's like a psychological thriller because at the end, oh, like yeah. the guy has made like a mental conversion to being a walrus, right? Like he's not a person anymore and he can't, like he, <laughs> spoilers, right? Like, um, like, so like five minutes ago, yeah. like, but um yeah, at the end, because you're probably never going to watch it, which is totally fine. <laughs> it's a dark movie. Like, at the end, he's kept in, like, an exotic animal sanctuary. Because, like, mentally, like, he Dude. has to, he has to, the guy who turns him into a walrus just has, has, a, has a walrus suit of his own, right? That he gets into and makes them battle to the death. Right, Justin Long is the guy that gets turned into the what? walrus, and Michael Parks is is the crazy guy that turns him into a walrus. So Justin oh. Park, or Justin Long and Michael Park battle to the death in walrus suits, and then Justin Long has gone too far mentally yeah. and has to, and lives the rest of his life in an exotic animal sanctuary. That's insane. It's kind of similar to the how uh, to District Nine. Yes. Yeah, I just saw that the other, on the. I think it was on Amazon Prime now or something like that. Yeah. I thought about watching it. I was like, oh, I haven't seen that movie in a while, and it's really good. Yeah. I love that movie. But kind of similar ending. Similar. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It'd be so crazy. I feel like... It's worth a watch. Yeah. You know, I don't know. There's just... It, it's funny because <laughs> in horror, you when you really think about it, horror, it's such like a... Because I, I would still call that a horror movie. The fact that there's something like disturbing like that in it. But there's so many yes. different like subgenres within horror that it like, is definitely are unrecognizable movie. between, you know, the two. You know, you got like slasher movies. Yeah. And then like more psychological thriller horror type stuff. Right. Stuff that's like super disturbing. But, um, but yeah, like my big, my favorite genre of horror is uh it's kind of like the 
I don't want to say like the religious ones, but the ones that have to do with like demons or or even uh, some of the like the ghost ones. Yeah. Um, like one of my favorites is The Conjuring. I have, right. I love That's that movie. Said, yeah. It's so good. And it's terrifying. But I don't know. I like talking about movies. <laughs> uh, but more um, more newsy type stuff. Yeah. Um, what you got? Oh, the Austin Bomber blew himself up. Austin yeah, Bomber. the Austin that was, Bomber. That was nice to hear. This <clears throat> Excuse know, me. I don't. I don't usually condone people's death. Yeah. Um, I, you know, kind of like I talked about death penalty and stuff earlier, but I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. That's basically like it's terrorism in my mind. Two That's people 100%. killed. Two people killed. Five people injured. Yeah. Six bombings. Yeah. And they thought that it was racially motivated at first, and then he set like a tripwire one on the yeah. street that got. I think what it was is he wasn't getting the recognition that he wanted in the right way, so he yeah. had to change his MO. Well, and he left like a 25 minute video um, oh, of, of how he constructed all the bombs. Um, and I don't believe that he spoke about any motives, mm-hmm. um, but. He, he explained the differences between the bombs and, you know, exactly how he built them. And, oh, wow. Yeah. Bought all the pieces at Home Depot. Why, man? All the stuff at Home Depot. Jeez. Yeah. That just boggles my mind. Yeah. So like, I'm what not is sure wrong what with the, people, man? So I'm not sure what the motive is behind it. Good Lord. <clears throat> yeah. But, but he did. Thank goodness. Yeah. He blew himself up. They they triangulated him, I think, like, by tracked him on his cell phone. And then he figured it out you know they were following him and drove his truck into a ditch and then blew his car up yeah and i don't believe that it it didn't kill either the officer that i think it injured one of them yeah i think it just um, injured one of them but yeah. it didn't kill anybody yeah. yeah kind of a short and sweet story but that's it's important i think uh, but i'd be really curious too because this one is a uh it's an interesting interesting one to see how people think of it but what are your thoughts on uh Donald Trump calling up and congratulating Putin on his uh, election. Man, I don't, I don't love it, especially with the escalated. Like, I don't love that because, because I saw an article. I don't remember where that said that. Like Barack Obama did it too. The last time that Putin got elected, Barack Obama called and congratulated. Yeah. But I think that the state of relations with Russia is very different now especially as it pertains to us yes and i don't because they were still doing some shady stuff back then a lot of shady stuff with us in particular yeah this was directed at us this directly affected us yeah and i think that that's a difference you know yeah and and it's and he said that he wanted he wanted 70 percent right wanted 70 percent of the vote and he yep. wanted like a 70 percent turnout and he got like 75 percent of the vote yep. you know what i'm saying and there's like supposedly videos of people stuffing votes into boxes and like well, forcing for sure. people to vote and it's not it's not a secret everybody knows yeah. that that's how and the I just think, stays intact and i think when that information is readily available to our public you shouldn't yeah. be doing it. especially when excuse me when it was written on his like notes for the call do not congratulate him on the election. And then he did it anyway. Like, you're just completely ignoring your political advisors. And that's not to say that you shouldn't sometimes make your own decision, you know, because you feel like it's better. But to 
Sometimes, you know, because he's doing it all the fucking time. You have to sometimes listen to what other people are saying. Yeah. Because they might know more than you because you are not a fucking politician. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately, he surrounded himself with a bunch of people who weren't also. But I think that's part of what he's doing now is ticking people off and just bringing people up. Yeah. Just that. Recycling, dude. Yeah. It's insane. Like, John Bolton is like the third. In his position. Yeah. Michael Flynn, Rex Tillerson, and then... Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. In in just over a year. Ugh. But anyways. That turnover is not healthy, bro. That attrition, that's that's got to deal... I mean, that's like... I don't know. I I would like to know what the attrition rate is. Mm -hmm. Because, like, when we were, when I worked at the call center, because that was my first job was at the call center, the attrition rate, the attrition rate was, like, 7%, which was fucking crazy. They were like, that's way too high. Like, this is absurd. 7% of the people that we put through training are quitting within the first six months, right? <laughs> yeah. And Of course. Like, this is a problem. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's, especially in the government. Like, they're, because you can't, it, it's, when I listen to Serial. Right, mm-hmm. the podcast series. Yeah. The last one was about Bo Bergdahl, and so they talked a lot about Afghanistan and the war and stuff like that. And one of like the commanding officers that was there talked about it was so hard to get things done because you're only there for nine months, right? So you're yeah. really only doing things for like six months because the last, you know, oh, fucking, yeah. the last month and a half and the first month and a half you're getting there and you're leaving. That's the way um, all command positions so, are, and so that's why it's so difficult to do anything to get anything done. Yeah. Actually, and so it's the same idea. If you're not in a position long enough to even learn how to do it, you yeah. know, then you're not going to fucking get anything done. Like, no. I don't. Of course not. Especially if you're so. not a politician, you don't know how it works. Yes, it's gonna if you, you don't know any of those people out. or anything, if you get brought up some from some random yeah. company or whatever. Like this guy wasn't confirmed. What's his name? John Bolton. Yeah, he wasn't confirmed as. Uh, representative for the un right yeah. he but he did it like for a while while yeah. he was Ambassador waiting confirmation yeah yeah but like then wasn't confirmed i don't yeah. believe right um but and, he's i mean he but he's been involved and now he's just heavily been on for a long time and, yeah uh, and that's huge. i think the problem too is he's a regular contributor no Fox more people now. on tv there Please, shouldn't be no any more. more famous people in the white house unless of course everybody wants oprah which just no Bad shoot news. me please, please that's the road to oligarchy that. right there is that's what that a, is. yeah <laughs> that's the road to yeah. oligarchy is we we've officially person. yeah don't let this be the moment that we officially shift from politicians to reality TV shows I believe that she said she wasn't going to run for president like a bunch yeah. of times God, so I hope not I, I don't think she would anyways I think that that's the there's a lot of Oprah fans out there but is there yeah. enough to to sway the vote. Well, and like I know I've I've talked to a bunch of people like I don't I think that if that were to happen she would do a better job surrounding herself with people that knew what they were doing than Trump did, right? Cuz he just hired a bunch of whatever, you know. Sometimes. And, Except for that like that dude who wrote the secret and you know what dude? The secret, the book? No. You don't know that? Mm. Okay. No. I, we'll talk about that after the show. Okay. We don't we don't want to get into that right now. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, I just think that she, you know, I don't know, it would surround herself with people better equipped to do their jobs. I think, jobs. generally speaking, um, I think that's a very fair right. assumption. But I don't... Especially given what she's got to to match up against. Right. But I don't think that that's yeah. a good 
idea. No, it's not a good idea. Terrible. I think that's a terrible idea. I think it was something that we all kind of, a lot of people wanted to be like, dude, we want somebody that's on the outside. Yeah. There was a big, there's a big, a lot of people behind that idea. Just need a clean politician. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but who's clean, bro? Hey, who's truly the clean? new ones like you know what i'm saying the, yeah the people that are coming up ones. that are watching shit right now like that's that's you true know, the the yeah they're the it takes time like that's like what the was, freshman politicians that's what i was talking about with they're, like the systems of first shit, years you know yeah that's like it it's the people in it i think largely that's the problem you know yeah and as shitty as that is to like say to people like, you just have to wait longer yeah. you know like i know that i know that i'm in it i know that i'm in a good spot now and you're struggling Yep. But you just gotta wait more. Just wait you know more. what I'm saying? But like you just you do. You have to wait until there are better candidates that aren't doing that and then vote for those people. Yeah. And you know, try really hard and get those people elected and get yeah. shit done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Just gotta wait till they can get up there and and that's why I like I like our guy. Derek Kilmer. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> I'm um, excited for the next fucking town hall yeah it'll be we gotta get a a business card before then so we can give it to him be like dog word check this yo it's next week's payday so you let me know the (laughs) business cards bro we'll look i got a i got a i got a dude right now uh working on some uh some sweet ass graphic designs for for us i'm gonna go peep at him well i got that guy too so yeah my cousin there's a lot of people yeah, like yeah, you know, like we talked about earlier. There's so many people out there, all the listeners. Yeah, that you know they're supporting us. Like they're putting their money where their mouth is, literally in some cases. Right. You know. So shout shout out to all of them. Shout out. But um, Case Bowls, I think, is our like our biggest fan. Also, shout out to Case Bowls. I miss I, Case Bowls. I went to school with this guy. Uh-huh. Um. And I don't want to use his name because I don't, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, but he, like the first night that we put the website up, you probably will know who you are because he's certainly going to listen to this. I feel confident that he will. Yeah. The first night, he's in the military. Um, and so he's not stationed anywhere, but I graduated high school with him. Mm-hmm. And um, he hit me up the first night that the website and the podcast was up. And he was like, I fucking love your podcast. It's like, I'm going to tell like everybody that I know about it. Where? And when I was checking the shit on SoundCloud, the analytics, he had listened to it more times than anybody else. That's so like funny. He had like nine listens in on like our four episodes. That's dope. And I was like, that's the guy right there. Like that's this. the dude. So him and him and Case Bowles, those are the OG fans. That's dope. Them. You and, know who you are if yeah. you're ever in town. You let me know and you can you can be here. You're yeah. an OG fan. And, and maybe one day they'll have access to the uh, the fabled lost third episode yeah dun 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 yeah <laughs> the lost episode yeah and then we're, like we're definitely going to acknowledge that because if you've been on the website you're like yo where's episode three yeah that's right it's it's the craziest thing it's it's dog shit it's well, it definitely <laughs> it sounds like i was dog gonna shit. like make up some fancy story <laughs> i'm so sorry no. <laughs> do it what's your no, no the moment the moment is gone it was, it I'm was good. so sorry. It probably would not have been that great. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but anyways. I should learn to listen more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Oh, so now that I'm laughing. Yeah. Let's let's ruin the mood by talking about an episode of Philip DeFranco this week. Okay. 
I think I only watched it one time, so fill me <sighs> in. Okay. I know. I was unloyal this yeah, week. Man. Oh, man, there's big moves going on with Philly D, by the way. We'll really? talk afterwards. But there's uh, back in 2016, I want to say, uh, this video surfaced uh, by this guy named Count Dankula. He's, uh, he was a, he's a Scotchman, and he's you know heavily pierced, real bearded. Looks like he's got tats, This is the think. pug? Yeah, the Nazi okay, pug. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So the, the little background story. The uh, Yeah, this guy, he wanted to make a video, I guess, to like, troll his girlfriend yeah and so you know she's always talking about how uh how cute and cuddly her little dog is and this and the other thing so he wanted to be like well what's like the least cute thing <clears throat> on the planet nazis it's, nazis of course <laughs> nazis and so are yeah then gross. he makes this video and he's like you know it shows him um saying like gas the jews and like the dog like gets all excited <laughs> and it's like okay i get it you know whatever Whatever, man. And like, he, you know, <laughs> teaches him to like, uh, you know, put his paw up in the air, like to Sig Heil or something like that. Yeah. And uh, but anyways, that uh, that went viral. Right. And uh, he ultimately, I think it was like, I have it written down here. Can't remember. It was only it was 17 days after the video went up. He was arrested for a hate crime in the UK because he lives in Scotland, I think. Um. Yeah, so anyway, so a couple of years goes by. He's been, it's been delaying the trial, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. They yeah, has he spent it. any time in jail? Do you know? Uh, not yet, I don't think. Um, but uh, let me see. But he's been yeah, charged he with a hate the video crime. April 2016, and he's been going through this whole thing. Ever since then. Yeah, ever since then. And then uh, March 20th, so that was uh, four days ago, whatever, <clears throat> he was uh, sentenced. Uh, and found, well, he was found guilty of this, you know, what? hate crime. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a statuette they have. I mean, they have a lot of weird, like, anti-free speech laws in the UK. Yeah, it's very, very strange. Um, but let me see here. Yeah, they convicted him of improper use of a public electronic communication network. This is from their own law, under the. the uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but under the guides of um, sends a sends by means of a public communications network a message or other matter that is grossly offensive or of indecent, obscene, or menacing character. So you can't have a website. Yeah. So that mind is you, this about... was a joke video. He did it. In, it was satire. So obviously. Then, so then, by that rationale, if you're in. In the UK or in in Scotland, right? That's where this guy is, Scotland. Yeah. Then you wouldn't be able to look up any white nationalist website or anything like that at all by that argument, right? Well, yeah, I mean, but see, that's the thing is they don't necessarily... The way they interpret these or you laws shouldn't is very be able strange. To. Um, I mean, do you, I think it was last week. Maybe it was a week before, but Lauren Southern, Brittany Pettibone, and uh, Brittany Pettibone's boyfriend got banned or barred from the uk they, right because they intended to interview somebody that the government considers alt-right yeah which i mean that's yeah like what's going on over there man and then at the same time they're like throwing down with russia they're not happy with the assassinations that went down no oh my god so i heard on the bbc right because i have this written down here 
that um I'm sorry. Oh, that there are indicators, right, in the structure of the poison. Okay, because there are all these questions about how how are you going to figure out that Russia did it, right? How do you know yeah. that they made the poison, the toxin? So there are indicators in the structure of the poison that can help show where it was constructed, right? And because it has to be made, like, in a lab and in a special sequence, right? And so there are indicators in, in what lab that it was made. And yeah. then the investigator or whatever said that by that, possibly you can look through scientific journals to identify which scientist did it because they would likely have published their work if they've made, you know, yeah. constructed a strain of this because it isn't found anywhere. It has to be made. Yeah, and it has so, to be made. Right. And so by the time they've done it, they likely would have published their work. Oh, yeah, for sure. To see if, Unless it was done. They in, synthesized yeah. this chemical. Unless it was so, done by a government like Russia. Right. So, and, yeah. right. So that's the, you know. Yeah. That's, that's the, the whole. Hopefully, yeah. you know, that's yeah, like in a, in a good circumstance, that's what they would be able to do. But, yeah. but there are, certainly are indicators, they said, in the structure of the actual poison that they'll be able to find out. Oh where, yeah, like it's, where it was made. I'm so. I'm of the mind that like it was. I'm, it's probably going to be Russia. I'm not going to be surprised. Oh, I feel hundred percent, almost in my mind. Yeah, but and especially with that, I saw it on a a time. Uh, it was like a time article on like my iPhone, but they had a vid- they showed a video of Putin like um, announcing like the new you know this like underwater nuclear torpedo type thing it's more like a drone really? it can go a lot faster than the submarine and it can wow. go 6,000 miles and it's like the new and that's and then you know stems to the arms race oh now, right and, so I'm sorry but like, we got away from that but that's what you were talking about is the arms race oh the arms deal and then I talked about the arms deal yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, really that's sorry when I that. mentioned the arms yes, race that's what I was referring to uh, earlier yes I'm sorry but, but to get back to the uh, the dog Nazi Yes, uh, the Nazi died. <laughs> All this. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, this dude, um, he, for a joke, man, like he did this and it went up on YouTube, and now. So is it going to do time? Probably the sentencing um, is done, or the uh, whatever you call it, wherever you get the punishment. Yeah, the sentencing. Yeah, that's going to be done April April 23rd. So we'll wow. just have to wait and see how that's going to go. Is I he in jail until then? On my phone, right, right now. Uh, let me see. I have the tweet that he sent out. Uh, did the sentencing? He tweeted out. Uh, so this, just to give you a general vibe of what he's going through right now, after he's been uh, found guilty, while awaiting sentencing, court has ordered that I meet with a court social worker for an assessment as to whether or not a, all in caps, restriction of liberty order, will be placed on me. This would involve a GPS tracking device attached to me and me being placed under house arrest until then. And then that's the last thing that we got from him. So dude's going to get arrested. I mean, he has been arrested now. I think he's going to probably put him on uh, house arrest until his At sentencing. The minimum. And then, wow. you know, I mean, I think it's he's looking up to uh, one to ten years for that. And so now that, that now sets a precedent precedent in the U.K., that's crazy. 
just for whatever somebody posts on YouTube. Which I mean, I think I think it's a shitty joke, right? Like this is an in defense yeah. of the joke because it's a no. shitty joke that yeah. is you know is and honestly any dog and, owner knows too. But, it doesn't take any real training to get them to do. You make noises with your mouth and they do stuff, man. I've got a great dog, yeah. and it took me about a month to teach her all of the shit yeah. that she knows. And my dogs know different languages. Yeah, because it's not about the voice; it's more about like this, there's a whole body language to it, and there's always some kind of signal that you give, and that's what they're looking at, you know. And yeah. It's just, so it's it's strange that people take it so seriously, and I think that's part of the reason. Like, I mean, this is a court system that still wears powdered wigs, dude. There's a lot of places that do that yeah. still, even weird? even though we know what they were originally worn for. Because everybody had VD back then. Remember that? <laughs> and it would make your hair fall out? Yeah. Yeah. That's why everybody wore powder wigs. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just so, it's it sets a terrible Dangerous. Yeah, Dangerous. A slippery slope, if you will. But then it's, then again, it's the UK. And things, they're just really weird over there. You know? They, I, they're more unrecognizable to me now than they ever were before. Yeah. You know? Kind of like Canada. Socially, Canada's like that too. I don't even hardly recognize it anymore. That's I can't believe that. Isn't it insane? Just with the the social change, and that's yeah. what you know. To go all the way back to the March Alive stuff, dude. There's so many people. Like it is insane. Right. Like this culture war is on, man. That's what it looks like. The culture war is on. Yeah. That's what it looks like. This it, it's waged with protests and it's. Public opinion and pressure, and who bows down, you know. It's uh, it's interesting, you know. And it's and the scary thing is, it's not necessarily. I don't, I, I don't, don't, but I don't think I don't it has to be about them. It doesn't no. have to be about somebody bowing down, you know. I think that that's that's like the message behind. Well, no, it does. That's the but. message behind about March of our March for Our Lives being about ending gun violence, not about any particular one thing yeah. yeah you know what i'm saying is to try and bring people together to just get some shit done so that people stop dying you know no word no i like, get it that's the so that's i don't think message. that i don't think it has to be i mean like we talked about last week you know there's to a certain extent i think you're correct there's going to be somebody who has to back down a little because it's going to be a 60 40 type compromise yeah, that they come and that's to, what i know? mean when i say back down yeah it's some you know the prevailing winds will change yeah because they do and it's just sometimes it's louder and bigger, and it it's a little bit more important than like I don't know, society saying like we're not going to accept a uh, I don't know bad example, but like it's like the violence in video games. How we've kind mm-hmm. of conquered that already for yeah. the most part. You know, there's a lot of battles we've conquered, but that one I don't think necessarily is as big as a couple of these that were are really no. Big. It's just for well, whatever reason they're this one's huge. This is huge. Well, I think it's because it's been you know for the same reason that the the kids are so large in the media. It's because it's it's affecting kids, you know, yeah. and they're they're by their own arguments and everybody else's arguments that they can't affect gun policy or anything like that at this point, other than doing exactly what they're doing right now. Yeah, you know, a lot of noise. So, so I think that that's people. Or I think that's it part of talking why. about it. Not that adults aren't dying too, you know, because there were uh, there's adults oh, that yeah. you know die all the time. But like the Vegas but, thing, but school yeah. shootings, I think it that's it's heartbreaking, you know, yeah. for children to 
to be murdered like that is like yeah. it's heartbreaking. And that's the, so, you know, the real, real, real hard part, though. I mean, because obviously there's there's one aspect of it, which is looking at the the tool that's being used and looking at the guns and talking about that. But there's always so much more. It's not like that's not the end all be all. We need right. to also be talking about this, you know. And I'm not talking about like I don't know, making it easier to commit people or something like that. But I mean, like there needs to be a better support system for people obviously yeah you know because there's a lot of people that like it's a every school shooter it's like a lot it's a long road to get to actually doing the shooting right lots of indicators lots of steps on the way and i think for the most part we can look at it at all these different cases and say you know there's always been i mean we've gotten a lot better now at identifying those and like we should be talking about that too, as well as you know other stuff. But, but I mean that's why it's just it feels more of like a uh, a bigger societal shift, you know, that affects a lot of different things. And so it just it, I think that's one of the reasons why it's so much. This feels big, you know. Right. Especially because I mean when it's right next door, you know the big movement right yeah. next door. It's interesting. That definitely means it's something that uh, for whatever reason. Uh, a very big swath of humanity wants to really talk about this because they really care. Right. And so it's on, behooves everybody to try to do the best they can to talk objectively and truthfully about that. But we'll see. I mean, only time will tell how these things will turn out. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of, big stuff happening man when you look at possible like how close we are to war sometimes man with more than i mean like there's a lot of issues going on well even just with like north korea you know like this is the first time uh i have it written down in here somewhere but this is the like where i heard that but it's the first time that the head of the two nations will have even had so much as a phone call with each other like directly that's pretty crazy that is um, unprecedented, if nothing else. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, that's pretty fucking... It's interesting. Yeah. And I don't want to say I don't believe in the guy. In, but it's in kind of nerve-wracking. Yeah. So I, I mean, hope they won't be alone in the room together, you know? Yeah, who knows? If they are, that is fucking <laughs> scary as shit. I know. To Can think you that, imagine that those two would be in a room alone together? I don't necessarily think like. I mean, there's no way it's not like, being recorded. You know, I wouldn't necessarily like. I wouldn't put it past them to just kidnap him. To like, kidnap no. Donald Trump. It's like, nah. Well, you know, he insulted me, so we had, we caught the president. Pull him through a false bookcase in whatever room they're yeah. in. You imagine what Mike Pence would do? Oh. Do you think that talk about glassing over because people talk about this all the time, and I don't think this is likely. But if Trump were to get impeached, do you think that Mike Pence would? Do you think we're better off with Mike Pence or Donald Trump? Mm, I don't think we'd be uh, better off. No, it's 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 the old uh, it's the same principle as Hillary or Trump. We shouldn't have both. It's just the same thing with Mike Pence. Like we shouldn't have we should not be stuck with that. Yeah. You know, in any less than temporary 
status. <laughs> I mean, that's the way it, it goes, though. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of scary that a lot of people don't think about that. There's two guys, that, you know, a lot of these people are old, man. I mean, that's a pretty good chance in my mind that one president one day, especially look at the way DJ Trump eats. DJ Trump. I'm surprised I do live. Period. Yeah. But, you know, he could drop dead at any minute, man. We should, you got to make sure that you're responsible with the second guy, too. And I think. At least you know that his wife will always be there. <laughs> yeah, he will. He won't go anywhere without her. He won't do anything without her. Apparently. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, props on him, I guess, if that's the way you want to get down. I spend a lot of time with my wife. Yeah. But, I mean. She's my best friend. I don't mean that, like, I don't know, man. It takes a special breed of people to be politicians and to live that lifestyle. Yeah. Because anybody that, can, you know, can honestly be married to that and, like, not be in the game, too, it's kind of like celebrities. It's like, there's no, like, a t- traditional relationships, I think, don't with those that. career politicians can I think that could be tough, probably. But, and I think that depends on 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 the person, like the the oh, caliber yeah. of the person. You well, know? yeah, because I mean, some people you, are so good you think to go for just, anything, just because they're at least now they're just kind of overwhelmingly shitty. Yeah, like the marriages are are yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like the uh, again not as I as like the whom as an Anthony Weiner thing. Like, yeah. ugh, that marriage. Can you imagine like being married to that scumbag? Oh, dude! Like you say what you want about her, I don't. I feel bad for her. I'll ask my That's wife terrible. that later. <laughs> what What would you say if I was sending inappropriate pictures to a fifteen year old? Like, how would you feel about That's that? That's so disgusting. That just it boggles my mind. Yeah, and for somebody like that to get to the level he did, man. What was he before he got fired? Do you know? Uh, Off the top of your head. Ooh. Congressman, I want to say. Was he? Maybe. Terrible. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. Let's terrible. Google that. Yeah. Anthony Weiner. <laughs> Anthony Weiner. Yeah. Yeah, and then he got like a deal on... Oh, no, that was the other guy. The prostitution guy. He got a like a deal, like a talk show gig on CNN for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. But Bad news. Anthony... Wiener. James Comey has book deal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're going to read that? Yeah, he was a representative. He was a representative. Yeah. He was a New York congressman. Are you going to read James Comey's book? Um. Do you think that right one... Right now, I'm, I'm leaning more towards it's going to turn into another Michael Wolf situation. So I that's, don't know if I trust James Comey anymore. That's what I was just going to ask. I really don't know. Especially with some of the stuff that... Uh, I don't know, man. It just doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. What that's, do you not trust about James Comey? I feel like, at least right now, ever since he got in the limelight, he's in like survival mode and will do anything to survive. <clears throat> right now, like I would, wouldn't put it past him that he's going to write a, a Michael Wolf book and just tell his story, and then well, who knows? And I would say that, like, if if what anything that Trump has said is true, that he's just a grandstander. So him being in the limelight and saying all this stuff is just that's who he is, and it he's just be. soaking in, you know, what he had. Yeah. So Maybe I he just wasn't doing it before because he was still because I don't a have man. any um, 
and I haven't read about him in a while, you know, but yeah. I don't have any real indicators to, to like not truly trust him. Oh, yeah. You know, I think that maybe he made some poor decisions, but I haven't like seen anything that's uh, like a real like morality label like, him a liar type of no, thing. No, you know. I, see that. I mean, like, there's not anything about. I don't think about him like perjuring. You know, yeah. like when he testified or anything like that. I mean, like I said, you know, him doing the shit. Uh, announcing the stuff about Hillary Clinton, you know, like he made some some questionable decisions, but yeah, like big time, right? But I'm I don't think, like I said, I don't think there's anything that like morally I would question his truth. Yeah, you know. Well, we'll, we'll see. Certainly more be, than yeah. when does it come out? You know, Michael Wolf. Uh, I don't know yeah. when it comes out. That's disgusting. I don't think. But we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Because Michael Wolff's primary source was like Steve Bannon, right? Yeah. So we'll have to see what the, you know, because there are people that corroborated like most of Comey's memos, right? I mean, or I guess they couldn't have because they were they were shit that he said because yeah, they were pro- yeah. private conversations with the president. So yeah, and then some of the stuff yeah. that like McCabe was talking about during his investigation about like because part of the reason he got in trouble was leaking. Yeah, and then. You know, he said, I was like, well, I got approval from the top. Like, well, there was only one person that was above you, man. James Comey. And he said, he testified in the, uh, in his memo thing and in front of Congress, I believe that like, he doesn't approve any form of leaking or anything like that. Yeah. But we, I thought we knew he did with, he sent it to his, what was it? Some university professor. Do you remember that James Comey? Yeah, one of his memos. Yeah, yeah, that he leaked. The yeah, because it was his memo that he leaked. Well, right, and but, so that's the argument is like, yeah, can he leak his own a, fucking yeah. memo? Like, especially if it's not a classified material. Like, so it's James just, Comey's a higher loyalty. Truth lies in leadership. <laughs> Comes out April seventeenth. April seventeenth, fifteen ninety nine on Amazon pre order. Boom. So. Uh, I mean, it'll be interesting. Yeah, honestly, I'll probably end up getting the audiobook. Yeah. And then I'll get it and I'll listen to it. And like, because if anything, it's going to be what people are talking about. Right. Well, and I'll wait know. and hear what some people have to say about it. It's the same thing I did with Michael Wolf. Like, I'm going to wait and yeah. hear if it's true or not. Because there were, when it first started, everybody was like, this is so salacious. And, and I, I love this. And all these secrets. And secrets he's, and lies, he's fucking man. people in the White House. And oh, jeez. Him and Nikki Haley are having, <laughs> you know... Fucking an affair, and yeah. so so I'll wait to Please. hear. Nikki Haley's so much better than that because mad people are going to read James Comey's book. Yeah, um, you know, oh, yeah, in, in Washington and Which not in weird. Washington. So because I remember when all like a lot of left leaning people hated him. Yeah, when he publicly announced he was, and I think a lot of those people are going to be buying his book. Oh yeah, because he's a kind of an anti-Trump guy now. Everybody's so now he's on their team. Everybody's buying that shit. It's so weird. I got way too many books to be buying more books. Yes. Books to <sighs> so read. Many, so many books. There's not enough hours in the day, man. I just want... I, like, I don't need much. I need, like, two more hours a day. Yeah. Uh, you know, I originally... I used to want four. You know, but now I just... I, I think I can get away with two. I'll settle for two. Universe, hook me up with two extra hours a day. And I'll be very grateful. I just... I wake up early... Um, to go to work, and so I get tired early. Yeah, and I got to go to bed early. I know. <laughs> it's Saturday. I got to be six thirty this morning. 
Six there. I think I woke up at seven. Yeah, and then I just, just laid like there for naturally. like fifteen minutes, and I like I started. Might just be my mattress. Didn't have any toilet paper when I woke up this morning. That is the greatest. I it was horrible. I saw that on Twitter, and I really wish I would have retweeted, or I uh, wish I would have commented. Yeah, I just it's so funny. <laughs> it's such a funny problem to have. If you don't follow us on Twitter, follow us on Twitter at Salt of the Street. At Salt Victor of the Dawson. Street. No, no S on no it. No S. But there is an S on the website. Saltofthestreets.com at Salt of the Street. <laughs> um, and Big Bird Offy. We're, we're also, again, self-plug. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. And, of course, on SoundCloud. Soon to be all over the place. Yes. Soon to be on other platforms easier to get to. Apple Podcast and whatever that Android one is called. Or Jordan's sister told me about it. I just don't remember what it was called. <laughs> just so like the, it's just like the what, bucket. Two forty five now? What's so that? We're at like two hours. Uh, I just want to know whether to, how how deep we should go. We're at one fifty eight. Oh sweet, we got time. So much time. Yeah. It is funny too that there's not enough hours in the podcast to talk about everything that needs to happen. Never. Three is a lot for people to handle, so it I is. think three is Yeah. Is good for yeah. We can talk about uh Michael Bennett. It's not necessarily a sports thing. Yeah, it's like a pop culture sports type deal. Yeah. Um I just I only watched the video of the sheriff. Yes. Yeah. Um and so he's indicted to a grand jury for shoving a paraplegic woman um, during, not during the Super Bowl, but like at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if he said before or after, but Michael Bennett was trying to get to the field and people told him that he couldn't go there. Yeah. And supposedly, like allegedly, you know, I don't. Yeah, it was, uh, uh the, the, the Hawks won the bowl like really, really a weak years ago. when you listen to him. So. And I get it, but like. Evidence-wise, I mean, it's, it's going to be hard. I bet you, like, if you just ask Michael Bennett, like, hey, this happened, I bet you he'd, he would probably help out with, I don't know, the bills or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, this is, it's weird. It's weird. It's like, yeah, he is wanted now in Texas. Yeah, there's a warrant for his there's arrest. There's a warrant for his arrest. Yeah. And they're talking to his lawyers. He's moving to Philly. Yeah. And it's just like. I mean, and I like, get it. And nobody knew about it. Like, the Hawks and, and the Eagles both said yeah. they didn't know, like, that this was even no, going on. No, because this was from, yeah, last Super Bowl. Yeah. And it's just now coming up. And then they had to make a ton of excuses about why it was coming up so late. Yeah. It's, it's just really weird. I don't understand it. Like, I, I understand that, you know, against the law. And it's a felony charge because in, in Texas it's illegal, I think, to assault... Yeah, if it's a felony charge if it's yeah, an assault on somebody over an sixty. I think. Person. Yeah, and uh, I think she was sixty-six. Yeah. Apparently, allegedly, he uh, sprained her shoulder because mm. he pushed past her, and the eight hundred pound, you know, wheelchair that she was in, you know, didn't budge at all. So yeah, eight hundred pound her. But I just—it seems like a grandstanding moment. Yeah. It seems like a weird, it almost feels like somebody kind of like trying to find a way to like make this a big deal. And like for what reason, right? Yeah, which is why, you know, it's like the Hawks won in 2014. So it's been, it's been four years. Well, where was the, was it the Super Bowl 
um, uh, in the in Houston because um, that, that's where it took place is Houston. So whatever, and something to do with Tom Brady's jersey missing was that yeah. last Super Bowl? Um, because he talked about that too. I didn't know that was a thing, but it sounded like it was a really big deal. Somebody stole Tom Brady's jersey or something like that. Let's because the sheriff gave a ton of uh excuses for like why that case was more important than this case and it's, yeah it is i think it was 25 minutes long and it's on the houston sheriff or houston police twitter and man it is a very interesting 25 minutes okay so it wasn't so it wasn't when the hawks won the super bowl it was just at a super bowl i think it was at a super bowl okay i feel like it was last last year's super bowl um, the one for the Eagles was in Minneapolis. Huh. Um, let's see. Well, either way. I don't know. But yeah. I don't know which one it was. But yeah, if it wasn't last one, I don't know. That's even worse. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. But then, yeah, it was so weird, man. And you had the, uh, I guess, the lead detective for it. He was there, too. And, like, they... I mean, the journalists were asking, like, just pretty softball questions. Yeah. But it just got really weird and awkward, man. It got, it got strange. Highly recommend somebody check that out. Yeah, so we'll because see what we'll develops see what happens. of that, you know. Yeah. Because that just seems a felony charge. Just, I don't know. It's, That's I mean, wild. I mean, I get it, but it just seems weird yeah. to be on the, in the, seems, it seems forced. Yes. I guess that might be a word. Definitely forced. Yeah, I was like, I wanted to talk about that during sports, and I was like, eh, it's a little less sports, honestly. Just yeah, it's. I had it kind of in the middle, you know. Yeah. I had it on the way to sports, from so yeah. whatever is clever. Oh man, so to talk about John Bolton again? Yes, because I have a lot on John Bolton. Let's talk all about him. Um, Dan Carlin. One of my favorite people yeah. on the planet. He's a creator of hardcore history, and he yes. also has a political show, which he is basically, he's not doing anymore. And I don't mm. know if it will come back or not, but um, mm. yeah, he stopped doing it. But he used to have a really awesome political show called uh, Common Sense. Yes. And uh, every now and again, he jumps on his Common Sense uh, Twitter handle and, and t- says some stuff. And... Uh, he is very vocal about uh, John Bolton. You know, he tweeted out, uh, John Bolton? Like, exclamation point, question mark. He said, sorry, Trump fans. Our worst choice could not be found in the use like the individual B. Because somebody made fun of him for talking like old school Twitter. <laughs> like 140 character <laughs> Twitter. But he said he's the ultimate neocon ever. You know, flies, flies in the face of the Trump's new foreign policy. So apparently, it's he's upset that it's a lot of uh, it's a lot more old foreign policy, very hawkish, very aggressive. Because man, you go back and listen. Like I said earlier, man, you go back and listen. There's, he said some kind of like, okay, well, I'm glad you're not necessarily in charge, but yeah, I feel like you're a bad influence, bro. Yeah, I don't think force is what's required right now. I think no, maybe, maybe I, we all just need to take a chill pill. I think there's a lot of really bad people coming up through, yeah. through the ranks of administration. There's, I've not heard a lot of great stuff about Mike Pompeo, you know. I've not heard a lot of bro, a lot well, of good stuff and, about like, Gina Haspel. Around the world, um, as it is, yeah. I mean, crazy man. 
I mean, Russia's got like this whole new. I mean, not even whole new, but it's like they're as aggressive as they've they're been since the Cold War. They're fucking gearing up, dog. I, I, mean, I agree China with what you is going to be siding with them. North Korea is going to be siding with. Yeah, them. so it let's talk be... about the let's talk about the trade war for a second, right? Yeah. So China is now threatening tariffs on a bunch of U.S. shit. Oh um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's a trade war. And this is exactly starting. what they were talking about, and and. That's not. This doesn't benefit anybody. Like this doesn't. All it does is hurt people. Like the idea behind the original tariffs, I guess. Right. The argument, excuse me, for them was that it would force people to buy more American steel, force more American steel jobs, and like yeah. boost the economy, which, which everybody knew happen. wasn't going to happen. Yeah. And this is exactly what everybody was talking about. Where. It turns into a shit show, and yeah. now China is his I mean, first year has been nothing but economy is great. Think about all and of the stuff that you buy that is from fucking China, and it was like, I have it here. I have one. I have an article about it. Let me let me just pull it up here because there's a list of of the things that that they're going to tear, up, or at least of some of them because it was like a hundred other items that they haven't listed out yet, but just some of the yeah. things that they said that they would tear. Up. It was like so. $60 billion, I think, oh, worth yeah. of trade. Jeez, man. Oh, yeah, bro. That's like what I hear when I hear what the uh, the percentage of uh, the welfare state is Yeah, for our budget. I mean, I get it, but God, it's Dumb. a lot of money when you hear about it. You go, oh. What about the fucking military, man? I, I know, mean, I, if you I know, wanna, I know. I mean, if we're going to talk about, you know, an overblown fucking budget. 1.3 trillion. <laughs> but anyway, no, we don't need to talk about budget. Well, I mean, in the last, like, budget debt, like the cap ceiling that they, or the last budget thing that they did, there was more money allocated to military than there was to domestic spending. Yeah. So, I think that's always usually. I mean, and that's. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, I just don't understand how nobody, it's just, it. there's a, a separate economic, you know, world that they live in, apparently, that doesn't really make sense with real economics. Yeah. I don't know. It just, how can anybody justify like, doubling down on your debt? basically every other day well and it's like you said earlier because the argument behind it is like oh 25 billion dollars for the fucking wall fuck it right yeah, at this point i mean and, like, the and that's, but that's not terrible. the like that is not the way that people should be looking at you know no. at what the fuck is going you don't on do here that. Like, okay to get economically ahead you don't put yourself deeper and deeper and deeper in debt no so how is the country supposed to get better if we're constantly in debt yeah, you know, and whether that cut should come in defense spending, if it should come in cuts to overblown bureaucracy, or you know, or social programs, or everybody's got a different plan. Yeah, everybody's got a different thing. But at the end of the day, you gotta spend less money, bro. We, we're gonna have to start working with what we got. And that's why Rand Paul, you know, helped shut down the government the last time. Is because he's like, I like why yeah. why would I want to continue to spend more money? Yeah. Oh, and um, I'm asking the congressman, our congressman. Yeah. Um, I want to know his his stance on uh, omnibus bills. I I know I I want a better answer basically than like they're a necessary evil, but I want to know just an omnibus bill. Oh, period. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I pulled up the the tariff yeah. bill. Oh, yeah. Right. For. For the, the China thing, I pulled up the tariffs thing. So mm -hmm. sorry, I thought that was yeah, the omnibus bills. 
why those what are necessary. The- does it like is it just the sixty billion or does it have like a percentage? Um, it would impose a fifteen percent let's see. China's the United States third largest export market and a top destination for agricultural goods harvested in Trump's strongholds. Beijing said that it would impose a fifteen percent tariff on goods like fresh fruit, nuts, wine, seamless steel pipes, and considering a second round of levies of twenty five percent on other goods, including aluminum. Ugh. I just how is that a good idea? Yeah. Why would anybody think that's a good idea? Is that, I mean, with as, okay, so we're like, we're the, at the worst we've ever been, like, on a consumer level, probably. Yeah. Than ever before, right? Let's see, so. So if everybody is so involved in consumption, why would we raise the price of those consumable goods? Yeah. So this is. Poison the, the country. This is on Friday, the Chinese government announced that it planned to impose tariffs on three billion dollars in American products, including fruit, pork, wine, the seamless steel pipes, and then a hundred other goods that weren't there. But they didn't do aircraft and soybeans. But like trade experts are saying, that that is what could, it could come next in that second wave of the twenty-five percent they were talking about. Because yeah, they are just bigger. made a, China made a huge deal with Boeing, yeah, to buy like a ton of planes, and that would not. I mean, Boeing would be pissed. Yeah. You think? <laughs> I mean, because then they have to, you know, because the price has already been agreed to. I mean, that would that could jeopardize the entire contract. Yeah. In my mind. I mean, it, it, does that become null and void anymore? And then even if, like, let's say if it still stands, like, has the money been traded yet? Like, yeah. That, you know, with those giant corporations, it's, I feel like it's not necessarily like, oh, here, have 20 bucks. You know, oh, here, have, you know, $50 billion for this. I feel like there's, I'd like to know how that, like, high-level money works. This it's got to be super complicated. This says the Chinese economy is worth $11 trillion. Like, that's, like, how much money is flowing wow. through there. Yeah. I, it says, like, I would not doubt that. Like, the quote, this is a New York Times article. It says, $60 billion sounds like a big number, but the reality is that the measures would barely dent the $11 trillion Chinese economy. That's funny. But China don't give a fuck. No. Dude, China, thanks to the the communist embrace of capitalism over there, China is a very scary mix of of powerful. You know, very, very, very strange mix of powerful. And then the president just made himself basically a dictator. Extended his... uh, yeah, that was for life, going. bro. I, I mean, that's how we you, talked about. That's this. how yeah, you Vladimir Putin yourself in a in a communist country. I don't get it, man. You know, Vlad wins by phony democratic elections, and uh, you know, in a communist regime, you just kind of like make yourself like the head dude. You just did this. I know. You just did this. Why? Why is this still something that is even in discussion yeah. here, man? But, I, but, and that's but it's not a hardcore communist anymore but it's i mean i'm it's a capitalistic oligarchy in my mind you know like there's a lot of money around and there's a lot of people i think in in china that are are decent but then there's a huge amount of people outside like in the country yeah they're still living like huts man and the rice patties and shit like that's that's some high highs and low lows man yeah so it's weird that's why I think of I think of it like as a, uh, a capitalistic oligarchy, you know, small middle class, 
you know, mostly everybody's lower class. Then you got the super rich people on top that make all the decisions. They're all involved in the, the Communist Party. And, yeah. You know, same as in Russia, man. Putin and his homies. Except they just use a democratic capitalist. You should you watch know. that uh, that Icarus documentary that I was telling you about. <coughs> Bless you. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> Bless you. Ooh, thank you. This is the first podcast sneezes right there. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, you should watch that documentary, Icarus. Yeah, I was talking definitely about, need to get about on doping. That. that shit's, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy that, like you said, like it's for the Olympics, so it's not. It's just for prowess, you know, like it's not for any type of like economic advancement or like anything like that. It's just, just for prowess. Yeah, which and is that's you, know, just, you man. That's you crazy. Doing? Yeah, disgusting. <laughs> But it happens, man. It's like the world we live in. Yeah. It's insane. What do you do about it? It's, I don't know. I also read an article that you may or may not have seen about Ben Carson, right? Oh, Good old yo. Ben Carson. I just glazed over it because it's kind of, first it's of all, political drama. First of all. But it's still. Ben Carson is a fucking doctor. What he's doing being the head of. Fucking housing and development. In urban development, like I yeah. don't understand what he's doing there. Right? Um, I'm going to pick the one black guy that I know and put him in housing and urban development. That's like the old fucking mafia, run with it. I, like I'll get you, I'll get you a job at the garbage, you know, at yeah. the garbage company, yeah. cake job. You don't got to do nothing. No. So he spent thirty-one thousand dollars on a dining set for his office, right? For that a seventeen-piece dining yeah. set. I mean, as and you do, taxpayer you do. money, right? All taxpayer money. Yep. And then when he's when he's questioned about it, he's like, you know, I like had other people do it. Like I let, I left the decision up to my wife. And, <laughs> uh, like, you know, we both talked about that. We weren't happy about the price, but you know, we got it. So it's a 17 piece dining set that he got that just $31,000. Fuck you, bro. Yeah. Why? Bye bye. Taxpayer. Yeah. Straight tax wasting, bro. There's been a lot of that in, I used to kind of like me. Ben Carson. There's, Back when he was running, you used to kind of like him. Yeah, a little bit. I thought he was kind of more of a he ran with Joe. like he ran with limited super pack money. Yeah, um, like a little bit, but not, not like a lot, yeah. um, which I did see. Um, but fuck, what was I gonna say? Oh, there's been a lot of money wasting in the Trump administration. Word. People taking private jets and fucking shit like that. I. Yeah. And a lot of because that Because that's stuff. the lifestyle those dudes lived beforehand. Yep. Like, that's, so that's just, just what, what they what did. used to now. And that's what they are. Like, well, now I have a company jet. Maybe this is my company. The last guy, I can't remember who it was, but was just even a glimpse sent, of corporate America. Was even sent priceless. Like, oh, well, if you take a regular flight, it will cost this much. Or if you take, like, the private jet or whatever you like, you like it'll take this much. And they still, you know. Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. Not a fan of that. Nope. You know, I don't like that. It's a, it's like I don't like it when celebrities do it either. It feels like flaunting. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think I'd want a jet for one. I'd want like a fighter jet. A fighter but, jet. But like without like the weapons. So, you know, I just want something that I could go like a thousand miles an hour. Ah! <laughs> um, flying around. The intercept. So cool. Intercepted this week, yeah, um, was pretty good until the very end, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they talked about Eric Prince because that's like the only place that ever talks about Eric Prince. And so, before Christopher Ray, who is the head of the FBI, okay, right, 
who was confirmed under Donald Trump, right? Um, before he worked for the FBI, he worked for a law firm that led an, an internal investigation in Eric Prince's company yeah. to see if there was any weird shit going on. And it found that Eric Prince was trying to essentially make himself a private weapons dealer and sell light armed planes, I believe, to Lithuanians. And Word? then when he found that out, he fired everybody who was doing the investigation and covered it up. Ooh. And that dude's sister that like is Betsy DeVos. Like that dude's his sister is Betsy DeVos. The education secretary is his sister. Uh, yeah. I don't. He also. She's a bad. He also has had meetings in the White House where he has pitched that his company should just be should just take over the war in Afghanistan. Just privatize it to his company, and they will just handle. I'm on it. They can have it. Yeah. Yeah, hey, that's. I what. have some. I have some uh, interesting thoughts. I think on private militaries. So I, I have some interesting thoughts on that. Maybe I don't trust I don't Eric necessi- Prince for no, fucking shit. I don't, so I don't but, think that that's the right way to go with it. Oh, I'm definitely not, not. I'm not I'm completely not, opposed to the conversation, not but, that, but, but not Eric Prince's goddamn company. No, 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 no. Yeah, so but, he w- he was trying to sell light armed aircraft to, to like Lithuanians, I think. And like I said, just fired everybody that did the investigation. That was it. Was a good episode until the very end, and then there was there was a woman who did some poetry about Something. about how America is racist. And oh yeah, it it was a lot. White guilt. Um, but the first parts of it was good. They have a new guy that works for the Intercept that worked, I think, in the UK, and he had an interview show where he asked like really tough fucking questions like they yeah. had a bunch of clips for him and he was really really good interviewer he wasn't afraid to be like listen awesome. you're kind of a piece of shit and <laughs> so it was and he okay. he's gonna have his own show on like under intercepted okay. now so that's I, cool yeah i'll check that out yeah that was a it was a good episode this this one was worth oh and the and the skit in the beginning was actually good it was a take on cambridge analytica yeah, and they said it to Step Brothers, um, where like the audio of the CEO was Will Ferrell when he's like, "I'm ready for the Catalina wine mixer." So he talks about that, and then and then it was him and his brother were in the restaurant, and they're talking about um, prestige worldwide. Oh yeah, and we we put liquid paper on a bee, and. It died. <laughs> it's yeah. No, this this was a good episode of Intercepted. That's this funny. one's worth the listen for sure. Yeah, it could be shoddy, hit or miss sometimes. It can be really, really intense. The week before, um, Immortal Technique was on there, and he's cool. Um, he's got very intense ideas, you know. So it's just kind of a lot to handle, but but I like him, Immortal Technique. You know what I'm saying. Oh, I do. What I you do. got? No, I was just, uh, I was thinking about uh, what to talk about next. Oh. Because I was like, oh, I think we're wrapping this up. And then I started thinking, I was like looking at uh, the spending bill thing, and trying to figure out if I want to get into that or, mm, I don't think or that, if we should We're 221, so I don't think that we have time for the spending bill this week. So it's time um, for Sports Talk. Yeah. Yeah, so I decided, so I'm going to do sports a little bit differently from now on, right? Word. Um because I'm trying, I'm just kind of getting the hang of it and kind of getting things going, right? Um, so I'm going to do 
when it comes to football, because last week there was so much, I really felt uncomfortable about that. So I'm going to do definitely always Seahawks shit because I love my Hawks. And then just important trades and acquisitions around the league that I think that like have implications and stuff like that. Um, kind of like the uh, the bare bones for fantasy. Um, Almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little Plus bit Seahawks. more than that because I'll talk about like some linemen and stuff like that, going to teams okay. for running and shit like that. But... Um, but mostly, yeah, just. Um, but then I also have. I'm gonna try and watch a little bit more sports, you know, because I've been reading more. So I'm gonna try and watch a little bit more sports. So I watched a little bit of basketball this week, not that much, but I have like the current standings for March Madness here, because mm-hmm. um, they're going into the Elite Eight. It's, oh, is yeah. what it's down to in the tournament. So Kansas State is playing Loyola. That's in Illinois, and then Villanova and Texas Tech are playing each other. Um, and then Florida State, oh, sorry, Florida State and Michigan are hmm. playing each other, and then Kansas and Duke. Um, Jordan's dad is from Michigan. I'm sure he is shitting his pants <laughs> because Michigan, this, it even has the percentages here. It says they're 82% chance to win Michigan, wow. this, this particular matchup. So that's dope. Yep. And then we'll be at the final four, and that's March 31st, and the championship weekend is April 2nd. Word. That's the championship game. And what's the uh, the championship trophy in NBA? This Again. is well. This is NCAA. Like a, this is college. Oh, this is, yeah, yeah. College. March Madness is college, so it's just a trophy. Yeah, but is it called anything? Um, like, I'm sure that it does have a name. Um, I can definitely look that up. Hei- no, Heisman is like an individual award. Yeah, right? Heisman is an individual award for football players. And is that um, college though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought Marcus Mariota like won the Heisman before he before he went to the NFL. Work. Because Mario's baller. Because he's, he's dope. Yeah. Well, so before you jump into it. Yes. I just want to, I did want to add one thing. Just because it's a subject that I, that is near and dear to our heart, I think. Tell me. Um, that during uh, Rand Paul's Twitter rant. Yes. Um, he went down all these things for the budget. And he was just, just telling us what was on page, whatever, whatever. And uh, he said, good news for the state's rights people. Um, no funds will be spent to prevent any state's medical marijuana initiatives. Thanks to a congressman, a Republican out of California, the 48th district. Good. Which actually is funny because that district, I looked into it, is Orange County, Huntington Beach, Costa Mesa, you know, Newport Beach. Like very, like the big, you know, like... Uh, you know, Orange County, you know? Yeah. It's like the OC, like that, that type, those type of people. Yeah. I wouldn't expect that from a Republican to represent that district. But anyways, uh, that was part of the omnibus spending pill that got put in there. But that's dope, though. Yeah. That there's no Fed money going to be uh, used to attack. Fuck yeah. You know, This shit's marijuana. unnecessary, man. When you just look at the amount of money that comes into our state from just straight taxes, mm-hmm. there's no reason not to be doing this. Yeah. Because they don't advertise anywhere, you know. There, I mean, there's one billboard in Bremerton for a weed store, but like they have Instagrams and stuff. But there's no commercials. There's mm-hmm. no like nothing, man. There's some. It's, there's a lot of dudes out on the corner of the street with those flips. Yeah, it's so they're in. It's a separate store. It's not in Safeway people. or anything, you know. Yeah. I mean, even liquor is in Safeway now. Like it's not anything we like got that. A, we got a new one up the road for mine. Really? Yeah, it's on the tribal land. How is it? I haven't been there yet. Oh, but. I just saw it. It just opened. I've been to the tribe one once, like Agate Dream or whatever, yeah. over by the gas station, and it's all right. It's a big store, but they don't have that much stuff in there. I'm not down with it. Yeah. 
but it was all right. Anyways, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because yeah. I like when there's good legislation about you know that industry. So this says that the NCAA trophy is called the BCS trophy. Oh, that's lame. That may be incorrect. So. Man. Yeah, no, I, I'm gonna try and get into more sports. I watched a little bit of hockey this week too because I like hockey. Um, I don't remember who I watched, yeah. but I'm gonna try and. Well, just judging from what we have to deal with, yeah, for like to kind of know what we're talking about a little bit, because yeah, there's we just don't know, a lot of information. But there's just a lot to go through, and then yeah. to add like sports on top of that for you. Whew. Good night. Yeah, you better <clears throat> like that because I can't imagine trying to do that. <laughs> So I do have some stuff here. I have like yeah. some Seahawks stuff, um, and then a little bit of other stuff from around the league because this is NFL right here. Um, oh damn, we never talked about the. Oh, we talked about the NDAs a little bit in the White House. Oh yeah, the NDA. Everybody's got an NDA. Not enforceable, but you can't ever say anything bad about the president, fucking ever. That's so your just, the NDA. Maybe 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 present present this week. Yeah, yeah. I I'll got, have to listen to this yeah. and I'll see what my point will be about. I got some. I got a couple. Yeah, no, this was a yeah, yeah that, and then I'm gonna do that special for the yeah for the uh, the march. And we so should anyways, do that. Yeah, yeah, but we'll talk. We'll figure yes. out how we're gonna. Do yep, that. yep, yep, yep. It'll come out sometime. Yeah. So sports, sometime sports yeah. time. So uh, the Seahawks they signed Jerron Brown, who is a receiver from the Cardinals, right? So they signed him. They also signed a uh, safety from the Rams, Maurice Alexander. Um, they traded a 2027th round pick. For a defensive back, C.J. Smith, right? 20. 2020. Yeah, so okay, two years from now. Um, to you can say which round? Yeah, um, seventh round. Okay. Seventh round pick. So, so wherever pretty the... Pretty decent, but not yep, great. Wherever, wherever we land, seventh round, yeah. Um, we also signed a new defensive tackle, Tom Johnson. One year, $2.7 million. We were looking at him, and we were also looking at Indomitian Sioux. Who played for the Dolphins last year, and he is Indomitian Sue. Indomitian Sue, yeah, um, he's That's a dope name. Good. If I've ever heard one of the more dominant players um, on the defensive line and league, and he's That's really good. good. Um, Our defense is going to need it. Yeah, he's he's a little bit disruptive um, in a bad way, not like we talked about <laughs> yeah. um, the first time. But uh, so they signed they signed this guy instead. Um, they Tom Johnson. They also signed a new defensive end, Marcus Smith. Um, and that's what Michael Bennett played was defensive end. So okay. Building up the defense a little bit. We signed a new offensive lineman, DJ Fluker. He came from the DJ Giants. DJ Fluker. Yeah, and I meant to look up some stats, but boop, 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 our boop, offensive boop. line is trash. The Hawks yeah. offensive line. Because we, we signed. Oh, one yeah, of the we things, always have been. Yeah. One of the other things I have here is we signed Mike Davis. He's a running back. Uh, and he was he was mm. pretty good last year. I liked Mike Davis last year. Um, all of our running backs had a hard time staying healthy, you know, because they run so hard. Oh, yeah, and our offensive do. line was such trash that they were getting hurt all the time. So, definitely need to see improvement in the offensive line to be able to have a good run game. Because that's what the Hawks want to do is stick with the strong defense, strong run game. That's what wins championships, you know. So, that's what they, in in my personal opinion, strong run game, strong defense. That's that should get it done for you. Um, Yeah. So that's so I'm I'm happy to see that happening. See a little bit more offensive line. Um, you know, at this point too, I'm. Yeah. Let's roll the dice, man. Because we re-signed we Justin. We got some hurt. We, we got hurt this year. Yes, we re-signed Justin Britt too. Like we picked up an option. Who's the center? Mm-hmm. We picked up an option in his contract to to stay him there for another year to keep him there for another year. Sorry, that was oh, yeah. terrible. <laughs> um, and he's <laughs> he's a, he's all right. I got a hard time just because I think that he's little. 
Like, uh, that's my issue yeah. with Justin Briz. I feel like that he's little. Um, but he does, obviously, an all right enough job that they're keeping him, you know. Yeah. Um, he's not terrible by any means. I just, I personally think the center should be one of the biggest dudes on your line. You know? I would if imagine that would biggest. be a good like, thing. That's, that's, that's a brick wall. Try to get through him. Personally, that's how I feel about it. So yeah. I don't like that he's so little. But he does he does a good job, especially for, for his size. Cool. I mean, he's bigger than me, but, you know, but. Oh yeah, he's just—he's not the as smallest big as NFL I, player is bigger than me. Yeah, he's I'm, not, I'm not a little dude. He's not as big as I big would. Bird off as I would. <laughs> 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 he's not as big as I would like him to be, but that's yeah. all right. I don't—I don't fault him for it completely. Um, the Lions signed Legera Blunt to a one-year contract, and Legera Blunt was on the Patriots two years ago when they won a Super Bowl. And then he also played for the Eagles last year when they won the Super Bowl. So he's been on two Super Bowl what? teams in two That's years. Fair. And there's an offensive lineman who did the same thing, who played for the Pats and then also played for And he's going the Eagles. where? Um, I think that... Oh, LeGarrette Blunt is going to the Lions. Oh. He's playing for the Lions next year. And they need... like They have some pretty all-right running backs. Theo Riddick is a good pass, pass catcher. Catches a lot of balls. Um... Megatron but. still play for Lions? No, no, no. Calvin Johnson retired two years ago. Okay. Um, but. Or just had to ask. Yeah. But they have Golden Tate. That's um, right. They also have Marvin Jones. And he, last year, I think, was his first year, maybe the year before, but he played for the Bengals before that. Um, he's a wide receiver. The Bengals. They had somebody else that they got in the draft who was a rookie. I don't remember what his name was. They had a tight end, Eric Ebron, who. Just went to somebody else, maybe Dallas. I don't remember. I didn't write this one down because um, Eric yeah. Ebron is just all right. <laughs> but Legarrette Blunt's one year, four point six million dollar contract. When he played for the Pats, I think he had like fifteen touchdowns, which was a lot. That's good. Like, that's a lot of touchdowns. Um, Cordero Patterson, he played for the Raiders last year, and he got traded to the Pats. Um, to the Patriots, and they just traded away Danny Amendola to somebody. I don't remember. I talked about that last week. Mm. Um, so they just signed a new receiver, Cordell Patterson. He's pretty good. Very fast. Cordell Patterson's very fast. Um, the Chargers signed a new offensive lineman, Mike Pouncey, um, and I think that's good because their run game is dominant. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a they have a real, real good run game over there. Um, I cannot, for the life of you, tell... I couldn't tell you what their running backs' names are right now. Yeah. Because I just, just don't fucking remember, but they're good. They're good. Uh, yeah, they've got a solid running game over there. Um, the Texans signed Tyron Matthew, and he is a safety. And he played for the Cardinals. He's also called the Honey Badger. The Honey Badger. Um, and he played for the Cardinals last year, and I think for two years before that. Um, but he just got traded to the Texans. Either, actually, I think he got cut and then signed by the Texans, right? So now the Texans have the Honey Badger, they've got J.J. Watt, and they have Jadavian Clowney. Their defense is, like, real strong. Like real the, strong. The Houston defense, the Texans defense, is going to be really good next year, I think. So that's going to be something to look out for. That'd be certainly. good. Fantasy implications, real-life implications. That's yeah. um, Pick up that defense, you only get one. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Jaguars cut Alan Hearns, right? And so they also cut Allen Robinson last week. And that's their top two receivers right there is Allen Hearns, Allen Robinson. So they're both gone. And then Allen Robinson signed with Dallas last week. And so, so I don't know what the Jaguars are going to do because Jaguars did, were pretty good last year. They made it to the playoffs. Like they were, 
At the Has end Dallas of the done like some? They've been in the news recently, right? Dallas. Yeah. No, just the owner. The owner's Jerry been Jerry Jones. Yeah, I think he's been pretty in, involved in the NFL drama lately. That uh, must be what I'm thinking of. Uh, well, Zeke, uh, Zeke Elliott had a lot of drama last year. Just with his suspension, he fought it for a really long time and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So maybe that's something. Dallas was in the news a lot last year. Yeah, and then Jerry, they like did a thing where they like kneeled on the field and all the stuff. And yeah, so that, there was that's a whole right. that's okay. Yeah, there was it's a whole just, deal that they just did been in the limelight a little bit. But yeah, so that's that's what I have for sports. Like I said, I you know I want to. Yeah. Like last, last week I just said way too much. So that's that's all the Seahawks stuff that I have here. Um, there I may have missed a little bit, you know. If there's something oh, that you yeah. feel like was <laughs> you important, could only do so much. Yeah, if there's something here that you feel like or not here that you feel like was important that I didn't cover, you know, shoot me a fucking tweet, uh, you know, something on the website. Yeah. I mean, hey, this guy, you you need to be talking about this guy. Like this has serious implications for this. Whatever, very. I'm open to whatever. If there's somebody you feel like I missed that I should have talked about, I also, you know, I just follow a bunch of shit on Instagram and stuff, so it's yeah. just what I, what I get off of there. Yeah. So, like I said, you can only research so much. Per yeah. Day. Yeah. And, you know, you got to try to find a little bit of a life in there. Did you watch any movies or do anything like that this week? Man, I wish. Not yet. We I watched, might try to get one in tonight. We watched uh, We Are Marshall, and um, That's a football movie. It, football what, movie. Yeah, okay. yeah, yep. um, and it made Jordan cry six times. Oh we no! Did, yeah, we didn't even finish it, and she she cried six times. Wow! Must I love my a, wife. An emotional, yeah. emotional chair. Well, so spoilers, right? So we are Marshall Matthew McConaughey moves to this town that the year before, like the entire football team from the college dies in a plane crash, like mm-hmm. 75 people. Yeah, yeah. And so he has to rebuild the football team. I can see know? why that would that could be a tearjerker. Oh, yeah. Just, it's probably like, it yeah. makes your heart bleed the whole movie. Well, and there's like oh. three players that were injured, so they didn't travel with the team, you know, and one coach that drove instead of flew. And Oof. so there's like some survivor's guilt mixed in there. Yeah. And it's a tearjerker, bro. And then yeah. we also watch like, excuse me, we also watch Freedom Riders. Freedom. Um, brought to you from eyes on that one. That one made me cry. We watched uh, Django Unchained last night, and oh. I fell asleep sitting up. I haven't seen um, that in a while. That's a great movie. And then we watched Thor Ragnarok this morning. Man. And that one was pretty good. I wish um, I would have watched the movie. We also watched... I almost watched one of my alien movies this oh, week. Like, this morning, too. We watched a lot of this stuff while I was doing other stuff. You know, yeah. like, I'm on the computer and watching We Are yeah. Marshall. And I think we're going to do that more. Because um, usually I go into my office. But yeah, since I'm on the laptop, I can bring it out there. You know, I wasn't feeling that hot yesterday, so I went and did it on the couch. And it was comfy. My wife is it really into, um, she calls sharing space, right? Uh-huh. Like, um, just being close enough to some. It's like one of her, you know, the energy like deals. Oh yeah. And so just like being like, close be in the to bubble. someone, and yeah, so I get we, that, man. so we hang out in People each other's like vicinities that. a yeah. lot. Just, there's, yeah, there's something you get. That's that's kind of why the conversation works the way it does. Yeah, because there's something to that. Yeah, there is. We also watch Riverdale every week. Riverdale. Um, which is Jordan loves that show. It's about uh fucking Archie Bunker, the comics, the red haired kid. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's like they remade it into like a teen TV show. And so do you know the show The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? No. Oh, that was a that was a Disney show and there was twins on there. The Never Sprouse really got twins. down with Disney. They're also the movie Big Daddy. 
mm-hmm. the little boy in that movie. Oh yeah, that's these twins. Oh, is um, and so now <laughs> one of them is in this show and he's Jughead. It's it's a pretty good show. It's very drama filled, and these yeah. kids know way too much, and they're way too involved in everything. But oh yeah, Jordan loves it. And it's TV. Yeah, but yeah, that's cool. But that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I've wanted to watch the movie. I'm gonna try to. I got another show after this to do. Yeah, um, and, and along with probably some dinner, and then I think yeah, we got some errands to run. But I want to try to get in a movie. Yeah, at least if not tonight. I think the last two weeks we've gotten them in on sunday i think sunday it's afternoon i'm like man i just want to i don't want to work yeah you know i basically for the most part and this is fyi to people that are listening on sundays i, I no social media as much as i can i just Editing. you know we may set up some auto tweets and all that and but for the most part i, I don't want to be involved i want to live a little bit of a life that's because and i want to give a gigantic shout out to we talked about our wives earlier but also also to you right because your wife is handling the social media my wife built the website you're doing all the editing you guys are are making this like a real deal you know what i'm saying like you guys are the ones putting in like real work to we all like to do shit don't don't undercut yourself so i want that to be well known that there's some serious shit going on behind the scenes here. Lots of work going yeah. in. Trying yeah. to make this about as legit as we can possibly get it. Yeah. Um, you know, I got goals and aspirations and whatever spirals out from Salt of the Street yeah. would be one thing. And then uh, I, have imag- I have imagined that uh, anything that stems from Salt of the Street's going to either have, to, you know, you or me as like the, the host, more or less. Right. You know. But, I mean, we got other stuff coming down the pipe, too. Yeah. You know. Because ideally, we would like to make it easier for people. I get this cool... This is something, you know. This is all the way at the very end of the podcast. So, this is kind of a... This might be a little fun thing we do every week. For like, five minutes. Just, like, maybe talk about what we're going to plan on doing. What we're going to try yeah. to do. Um, uh, well, video next week. Video. That's the plan. Next That's week is plan. to have video going. To yeah. have something set up. To have at least some crude, rudimentary you know, visual for for people to be able to look at live stream even with no viewers and then put it up on YouTube and yeah. get the shit out as as you know, as wide as we can. Yeah. Even if even if you can't listen to the whole show, you know, uh retweet or repost or just mention to somebody, you know. The the thing is three hours long so that you don't have to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. It's three hours long so you can, can take as much time as you want. Yeah. Just it's three hours really, really for us so it can be free form and go wherever we need it to go yeah. to feel like we've accomplished what we need the, to feel like we've done the damn thing, you yeah. know? So yeah. it's, it's a lot to talk about. You gotta make sure you talk about what you what you can. Yeah. You know, the most important things on your mind. Yeah. Um But I had this idea that yes. we could do and this yes. is, it could even be like blog post style, but I want to find um, two people, um, one of much more the left persuasion and one much more the right persuasion. And then I want us each to have a topic, like an article, a story that we want to cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a light little, you know, it could be a puff piece, could not be, could be something. Mostly I want, I'm thinking like politically driven though. And then I want each person to independently write the story as they would. And then we post them all, all three, like side by side. 
so you can see kind of how some of the narratives can get twisted, even if you're presenting 100% facts. So the real article, what the left person thinks and what the right person thinks, those are the three well, things. It's that basically just people with those you know, political leanings right, right. write the same story about the same thing. Just they do it in their own words. Right. We see but I mean the three things that we post would be like the actual article that they wrote about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the two other things. Okay. Yep. That way it might just be kind of fun to play around with. Yeah. No, I see that. But because uh, it's just, it's really interesting. I'm always interested in hearing both sides. That's yeah. kind of the whole thing. Right. And so it'd be really interesting to take a, a story and just kind of, if they're both reporting, you know, hard facts. There's always still going to be some kind of spin, yeah. Depending on how you lean, and so it'd be interesting to have this three different perspectives on the same story. You know, like the one we write be strictly factual right. or something like that. But then we have boom, boom, two different sides. See, yeah. see where the narrative goes. You know, it's just kind of a fun experiment, maybe. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, but yeah, next week, uh, same time, same place. We'll be, uh, episode will be dropping on a Monday. Monday. I think we're going to try to do is, well, we haven't talked about what time Monday, but yeah. I would imagine. But on Monday. We'll, we'll get it. It'll be Monday. Yes. And we'll, we'll get a regularity out. Yeah. And then uh, follow us on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. Yeah. Facebook. We'll Twitter keep you updated at, with what's uh, going on. At Big Bird Offie. Salt of the Street on Twitter. Yeah. Saltofthestreets.com. Definitely go check everything out there. That's where our descents go. That's where the podcasts go. That's uh, an easy way to contact us and it's emails. Hit us up. If you'd want it to be a little more private, you don't want it to be out there, saltofthestreets.com. All of our sources are there, you know. If you want to look at the websites and stuff that we're looking at, that's absolutely that's what we're doing. So And uh with that, I think I'll uh see you next week. I think that's it. Don't uh don't sweat the technique. Don't sweat the technique.